Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games, because we are always DTF, and you should be too. As always, please email us at dtfpod at gmail.com if you have any content suggestions or comments. We'd love to hear from you. You can also find me on social media at ClassyCatDad. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And if you're looking for tips on the perfect fall casserole, this is the wrong place. But since you're here, stick around, because pop culture news is like casserole, without the carbs. It's keto. So, Jessica. Yes? I don't know about you, but I feel like it was a pretty good last week we had. Yeah, that's true. Like, not just the podcast, which I think we did really well on. Probably my favorite one so far, out of three. Yeah, so. pretty, good, pretty good odds. <laughs> But I, I don't know, I, I, the Star Wars news has just really got me pumped. Mm-hmm. The trailer just, I wasn't hyped until the trailer. Now I'm just like all in on that movie, mm-hmm. episode nine. Yeah. I'm just kind of feeling the week. I feel like it, it boosted my, my week and, uh, you know, I had hockey yesterday, first game of the season. Got an assist. Good. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to ask you about it because I was already asleep when you got home. Yeah. You do that <laughs> weird thing where you sleep. Yeah. So yeah, I... Uh, it was a fun game. I was pretty content with how I played. Obviously, I want to get a goal, but yeah, uh, we have a new team, some new players, looking good. So yeah, it was a good week. Good. Star Wars and hockey. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Those are two <laughs> things you like. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you? How was your week? Uh, well, I have to give credit where credit is due. I think your your interview prep for me really really played out. It played out nicely because I got the job. So I got promoted at work. No, I mean, I already heard about this. I talked to your yeah. boss, if you remember. Yeah, I right. You guys have are besties. I him on speed dial, so we just yeah. kind of discussed. I I just convinced him to neglect the whole Donatello answer. and Yeah. Took him some convincing, but he was willing to over time. Well, I'm glad you were able to convince him of that, because it was pretty sweet. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yep. I have an office now. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. So are you going to, like, have to interview other people for for their jobs at some point? I suppose it's possible I could be pulled in on an interview because since I'm a supervisor now, mm-hmm. like, so I could be so consulted. So you'll need me to mock up a list of questions yeah. to be asking the interviewee. Definitely, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah, I think you have some time though because I don't think we have I'll, anybody I'll throw some playing. 90s Spider-Man cartoon questions in uh-huh. there. Uh, maybe we'll dabble in some Transformers if we have time. Yeah. Obviously, not the movies. All the essentials. Uh Okay, I'll work on that. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good week for both of us, it sounds. Yeah. I mean, obviously me a little bit more than you, because I mean, I got an assist in the game and you just got a promotion. But, yeah. you know, who's counting? Definitely. So, <laughs> so what are we here to talk about besides not casseroles for fall living? Um, we have a little bit of gaming news to start with. Gaming, okay. Yeah. You want to start with gaming, Video huh? games, Yeah. Okay. Uh, interestingly, the first little tidbit of news is a game I have not played, and I don't know if you have either. Uh, Fallout seventy six. No, I've only played the first seventy five actually. Okay. So I am. It's pretty far behind then. Yeah, I'm. I'm hoping that <laughs> this one's similar, so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But otherwise, I have not played this one. Okay. Yeah, this is one of those games that I've kind of like. Oh, I'm interested, but I never get around to it because yeah. I have so many other backlog games. I guess you could say I. <clears throat> Just had a falling out no. with the franchise. No. <laughs> I mean, you could say that. I guess you're right. Someone could say that. Legally, Yeah. it's possible. Anywho, uh, so apparently Bethesda now wants to charge uh, players $13 a month for premium features. 
Well, hold on, hold on. Oh. Let's let's start from the beginning with this game. Okay. So the franchise is a adventure RPG, mm-hmm. first person shooter tone, but essentially it's an RPG. Yeah. Very beloved franchise, right? Mm-hmm. So they had a pretty tall order to fulfill with what fans expect. This was basically their branch from only being a solo experience to having that more multiplayer aspect, which Fallout 4 kind of brought in with some DLC in the season pass. Okay. Essentially, that was a test beta for this game. Let's let's say, right? Okay. So this was what they were building toward. Unfortunately, they stripped this game of everything that people loved about the other game. Mm-hmm. This game's launch was pretty much a nightmare for Bethesda. They had a lot of hate right off the bat. It didn't perform well. They are trying to recover. They had updates they were supposedly going to work on to improve the game for people, and that's been delayed. Mm-hmm. And then now we got this news. Yeah, uh, so now they're wanting to charge people um, $13 a month for premium features, um, of which there are a hand, like a handful of features. But uh, So they're calling it Fallout First. I don't know. Whatever. Seems like a weird name to me, but whatever. It's probably associated within yeah. context of it, the game. It might make sense if you know. actually play the game. Uh, which, from what I was reading, the biggest perk essentially is that there are supposed to be private worlds that you can limit to you and your selected friends. Which is a ridiculous thing. Yeah. So you're you're paying for something that's pretty much a standard in gimmick in other games, yeah. right? It, this is something yeah. that should have been yeah. included to begin with. Yeah. Essentially, um, this game should have been in preview mode mm-hmm. before they launched it as an official title. Like it should have been. You could pay in now, but just know it's a work in progress. Yeah, there's a, it's, um, since we're talking about the uh, limit limiting to you and your selected friends, it turns out actually that after the launch was so buggy and people are pissed already of this Fallout First situation, people did subscribe to it right off the bat and this quote-unquote private server actually just allows anyone on your friends list to walk in uninvited to your worlds. So hold on, so you're saying you can, well how much was this? It's $100, right, for the year? Yeah, $100 a year or 13 okay. bucks a month. Okay, so... So essentially they're saying you can pay and if anybody is friends with you, they can then play can for just... free off of your payment. No, 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 no. It's just they can walk in. They can, You can uninvite them to your As, private okay, server Okay, so world. they can't jump in on their own. They have to be invited? That's That was the thought. That was what was advertised, I believe. Okay. But as it turns out, anyone who's on your friends list can just come on in whenever okay, they feel like so it. Okay, so as long as you're friends with somebody. Right. Okay, so pro tip for anybody who does like this game, make friends with people who already have this service. Right. But the, So here's the thing. Apparently, among this Fallout player community, it's a thing that people will friend other people just to trade items. And so you have hundreds of friends, apparently, that you're not legitimately friends with. So they're like randos mm-hmm. that are just that can just wander through your quote unquote private thing. And, they just and then they can steal your shit, okay. which is what's happening. Okay. Um, so so it's basically like flea market the video game. Slash slash GTA. I don't <laughs> slash gimme yo shit or I shoot. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. Um a couple other problems were I guess they were spo- they advertised this unlimited scrap box, which is just like the storage chest, basically where you can put an unlimited number of items in. Yeah. But then people found that as they put their stuff in, they went back to go get it. It was empty. 
Mm. So they were just throwing it into a black hole. So it was like a magician box. Yeah, it was like a Mary, Mary Poppins but box. Bethesda accidentally put a magician box in the game. <laughs> yeah. So it's like there's some other game that Bethesda makes that like items are just popping yeah, out of nowhere. Just... <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on? Um, Rabbits start popping out of this box. Yeah. Uh a pair of legs. So another, another fun little thing about this uh, f- this Fallout First feature is that um, I guess now it's creating a class divide amongst Fallout players. And so you have all these people that subscribe to it and they get all these premium things. And so they have all that, like extra, like better gear, whatever. Same kind of shit you get with other games where there's like you buy to pl- pay to play basically or pay to upgrade your character. Um, in this case. And so now there's like a new set of like people that play the game that are calling themselves first hunters that are going around and targeting people who clearly are like premium subscribers uh-huh. and getting all their shit. Like hunting so they're after- hunting people who paid for it yes. as like a, as a, a message or to message. them that they are dumb yes. for doing it. That's the impression I'm getting. So from it's kind of like they're just cyber bullying people. Yeah, they're like, you are dumb for doing this. So I'm going to kill your character. Whatever. Gotcha. I don't know. Um, which, I mean, I don't, I, genocide if you think about it. Okay. So I don't really know all, obviously the game, but it seems like $13 a month is a little bit steep for something like that. When you consider game passes, 10 bucks a month for over a hundred games. Oh, definitely. This is like, this is insane. When they (laughs) announced this, uh, I think everybody's response was like, what? "What? Yeah. What? (laughs) Do you not understand the situation you are in? They clearly don't get it. Yeah. So when I read this this story, the, my first initial take was, okay, they don't know where to go with this service because... Mm-hmm. Well, my service, I mean the game. Yeah. Because it was meant to be a game as service, right? Yeah. They don't know what to do with this because it was such a failure. Mm-hmm. So my thought is what they're trying to do with this Fallout first is kind of like the mobile microtransaction concept Mm -hmm. where uh, you basically rely heavily on the few players who they call whales that spend a shit ton of money on your game. So I think the logic here is to make back the money that they theoretically are losing from this, what what they expected to make Mm -hmm. from using these people who they are confident will pay into this service right right and and think about it you you have let's say you have 10 20 000 people right that's that's going to be times the hundred dollars that they're spending for the year off the bat that's a couple million you, mm. up you know that you can get a million to two million if you truly you know can reach that many that's true players and i mean that that could be like high that could be low i don't know what the the pool of this game population yeah. is but the idea is they're probably trying to get a quick rebound of finances for you know for what they feel they've lost Mm -hmm. and so like it's kind of like a it's probably like a desperate move to just recover what they can yeah that's that's pretty much my initial thought on what the point of this is because really what they're doing is they're just punishing their loyal fans right Mm -hmm. this is clearly something that you're only going to pay for if you truly love this franchise yeah but then you're also technically punishing them because now they're losing their shit mm-hmm. i think they're supposed to be getting credit or something like you know whatever the yeah whatever the whatever the, the in game currency yeah. is. i think they're like supposed to get x amount per day or month or whatever the hell it is mm-hmm. and i think that's even either disappearing or being taken by yeah, people there was a, a lot of reports on that stuff so it seems like they're just digging the hole deeper 
Mm-hmm. Seems to be a trend with video game companies these days. Well, it just you get this game as service mentality, and it just kind of takes away from the original, you know, concept of a game sell X amount of copies. Because now it's like you don't worry about polishing the game because you just do the updates and yeah, you know, you hope that you can just bring in more people later after the initial launch. Makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's not like I said, I haven't played since the first seventy-five games, so. <laughs> I'm not quite familiar with this one, but yeah. but we'll see. Bethesda has a lot of stuff they have to figure out because they they were a couple years ago probably one of the better developers, and now they're just I don't know what the hell's going on with yeah. them. Doom is really their only savior, and that got delayed, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. So it looks like Stadia is back in the news, but not necessarily in a positive light after what we just went over a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what happened now? So. All the founding gamers who, what do they call it, the Founders Edition? The, mm, oh, yeah. They took basically pre-orders for people that were just really into the idea of, of this streaming Google service. Uh-huh. And they all thought they were buying into like a futuristic gaming technology that, that just seemed too good to be true. So far, it kind of is. Yeah. There's been, been issues with the controllers uh, now being reported that they won't have the wireless functionality that they claim they would have. Um, until a later date with updates. Um, But the founding pre-orders, I guess, are now being updated to if you pre-ordered, you are going to get your edition not necessarily on, was it the 19th? Yeah. I believe it was November 19th. Mm -hmm. You may not get it the day of the quote-unquote launch. You might get it later on. So if you pre-ordered at the later end of the window, everybody who pre-ordered before you will get theirs before you. And they're going to be put out in batches. So Gotcha. Why don't they just make enough in the first place? Because that's... They're just, pulling a Nintendo? Uh, probably. <laughs> or they didn't know they weren't going to have the production done. I don't know. Okay. But it's discouraging, I would imagine, for anybody who's paid into it and is now like, you have to wait a while. Yeah. Because we don't know. I mean, I don't think it's been reported how long they might have to wait. But theoretically, it could be up until like another year right if they don't i guess in theory they talk about releasing it on other platforms and whatnot in 2020 so i assume they'll really be you, make sure everybody on the founders edition gets it before it yeah released. you would imagine that they're at least getting it before anybody else with the chromecast and all that kind of streaming version but this is kind of a this is going to be a, a little hurdle i guess for google to try and pivot into the the gaming world because mm-hmm. yeah they've they've tried a little bit in the past and now they're i mean uh, it's one of those things where you want them to succeed, right? I mean, the more competition, the better for the gamer. So definitely, you want them to succeed. And there's always talk that they're trying to do first-party, you know, exclusive titles for this service. So it just kind of—it's just, I guess, a bummer to hear that they have fine print that's now kind of coming to light after they took people's money. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is, at least for the founding investors, right? Yeah. So, but we didn't do it, so we get to just report on them and say, "Sucks to suck." Yeah, that's true. But speaking of delays, we have a pretty big one. The Last of Us Two has been delayed until spring. Of course, it has. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, specifically <laughs> May 29th, twenty ninth, twenty twenty, it has been delayed till. And this is like, I think, the third delay they've had. Yeah. But I mean, it's. It's not a huge jump. It's like what a couple months. Yeah, it's, it's not that big of. It's honestly that doesn't really make that big of a difference. If you're if you're excited for this game, you're gonna play it. It doesn't matter. It, and it's it's for polish. They probably the developer probably didn't have confident release date 
but Sony probably pushed for it, mm-hmm. especially with all of the negative chaos that was happening the last couple months. They probably wanted to have good news. Who knows? Yeah. So it probably became a thing where Sony wanted to announce it and then Naughty Dog decided afterwards that they just didn't realistically think they could. Yeah. I mean, worst case, you know, they would be crunching the release during the holidays, right? Mm-hmm. November, December coming up. Like, you don't want them to do that. No. Let them enjoy their, their time with their families and stuff. And like, you know, the people can wait. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just about having a, an easier schedule for them in the holiday time, just let them have it, you know? It, yeah. We know this game is going to be good. Yeah. They're known for, for their, you know, storytelling and, and dialogue and it's going to be a fun game. So we'll, we'll just wait. Yeah. So The upside of it getting delayed to that point, though, is that you have, uh, I mean, assuming not, neither of these games get delayed, but you've got Final Fantasy VII supposedly coming out in March and Cyberpunk 2077 is in April. So, but this c- goes after them. So now you don't have to worry about any interference from those games, release dates, as far as uh, playing the game and whatnot, like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, this is probably a game that'll you would most likely be done with before March. So, I mean, assuming it had come out in February. February 21st, you'd be done, done with it in like eight days? I mean, I guess that's true. Well, was it March 1st? I don't know, it just says March, but it just seemed to me like a game you might spend more time on. I guess, I don't know. I haven't played it. Well, Final Fantasy VII is a game that's going to be a lot of hours Actually, that's, I think, a chapter-based game now. The oh, remake isn't even the full game. It's just, like, based on chapters. So I don't know how long. Although I do, I think I heard it was, like, 30 to 40 hours for the first chapter of that game for the remake. But, I mean, this game shouldn't be more than 20, I would imagine, unless they have oh. a lot of side stuff added. Okay. I guess I just missed How it. long was the first game, I'm trying to think? I feel like it was a relatively shorter game. But then again, you look at uh, Uncharted 4, and that was a pretty long game. Mm-hmm. So if they take that route, if this is longer than that, it gets possible. It could be quite a while to play this. But, I mean, imagine someone's going to have this game done in a short period of I'm time. I'm sure someone will, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I mean that you just highlighted a bigger issue, too, is, like, early spring of 2020 is going to be chaotic with how many popular games mm-hmm. are coming out. Yeah. A lot of competition. Definitely. Because, you know. Gamers need more games. Yeah. There's never enough. Yeah. But then, that's not all for delays. Ubisoft decided they don't even need to put any games out for the next year. Okay. They... That's that's cool. (laughs) They decided they are going to have none of it. They're not in the business of releasing games. They're in the business of delaying games. Got it. Yeah. That sounds about right. So, uh, we have in a statement, Ubisoft CEO, Guy Lamont. Is that right? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never had to actually read his name out. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mr. Guy Lamont said that the delay was to give the teams more development time to ensure that their rich respective innovations are perfectly implemented to deliver optimal experiences for players. A.K.A. We need more time. We need more time. <laughs> and we're going to put it on the best experience for the player. Yes. Which is never a bad response. Right. Right. right? Yeah. Even if it's bullshit or not, people like to hear that. Yeah, people complain, like, why are you taking so long? So tell them it's because we want to make the experience better for you. They really can't argue. Yeah. (laughs) Don't you cook my food. 
Yeah, how dare you finish cooking my meal? Uh, so these are the games that they have that were expected to be released in, in the coming time. So we had Gods and Monsters, which is from the creators of the Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, like that's one that we were actually pretty interested in off of the uh, was it E3? I, I believe they E3. announced it at E3. Uh, it essentially looks like a Zelda style art, mm-hmm. well, at least Breath of the Wild style art. Yeah. Uh, Greek mythology adventure game. Yes. Definitely had my vote. It's, I was yeah. very interested in this one. They didn't show a whole lot, I don't feel like, no. but it was enough to get me interested. Uh, so that was going to be released in February 25th. 2020 so around the time that last of us was going to be then they have a game which i don't really personally care about but i know it was kind of a popular uh reaction at e3 uh watch dogs legion which is i guess the third installment yeah in that franchise that sounds correct so that was going to be march 6 2020 and again i i wasn't that hooked with it but i know it's relatively got a fan base yeah. And then Rainbow, this is a game actually I'd never even heard of. I don't even recall this announcement. Rainbow Six Quarantine, which sounds like a game I would like. It does. It yeah. sounds like zombies, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it does. Uh, and so that was, actually, they didn't have an official date. That was just set for 2020 at some point. So really, that one wasn't as big of a deal. Uh, and then they had an unspecified fourth game, which, let's be honest, was most likely going to be Assassin's Creed's next installment, right? Yeah, that would make sense. We're we're a few years out of Odyssey's release. They've officially finished all of those DLC packs, and I think they're still supporting the game, but it's yeah. essentially ready for the next game at, yeah. at some point. So I imagine they were going to announce that this next E3, but that's also going to be delayed now. So mm-hmm. uh, just kind of interesting that all these games are being delayed yeah um so yeah we'll see yeah so a lot to look for so i guess april 2020 to march 2021 so we have potentially a year and a half it's looking like before we may see some games yeah that's true and then on the streaming side of gaming we have another popular streamer leaving twitch for mixer uh a streamer named shroud i don't think that's his real name i don't know could be <laughs> it's a pretty shroud name if you ask me yeah so what happened with this guy uh just kind of same thing with ninja he just struck a deal with microsoft to come over to mixer and exclusively do it for them you know okay. marketing publicity pr whatever you have it works out for both of them um so he left twitch and like within the hour uh it seemed that he was hidden from search from the twitch service like you, you couldn't oh, okay. find him like you people couldn't that. find him if they looked for him mm-hmm. on the search uh and so people were like you know clearly twitch is bitter yeah. and they don't Pulling want retaliation yeah. yeah which is a understandable assumption mm-hmm But a rep from Twitch claims that there was a bug issue and many streamers had been hidden from their search. So I'm sure that was just the PR answer if they truly did do something to hide him. They would never admit it if it was a thing anyway. And, you know, they had a similar issue with Ninja when he left back in August where uh, he left and then they struck, they, they took away his partnership status they revoked it and then they used this channel for basically advertising other streamers which is like a weird thing yeah but then weeks later within that advertising they did a channel was playing porn what? and so yes yeah, so so many people who were on ninja's channel to watch whoever was being featured got exposed to porn nice on twitch which is definitely not a thing that's allowed 
sense. So it, uh, yeah, that. So Twitch has had some pretty bad luck when it comes to people leaving and their responses to it. Yeah, sounds like it. I mean, I guess I shouldn't even bother then becoming a famous streamer on Mixer because I, I'm going to have a lot of competition, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, oh well. well, it seems like the key is to start on Twitch and then make the deal yeah. to get better money on Mixer. Okay. Yeah. I could try that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll start on Twitch. Okay. Is that the end of that one? Yeah. Okay. That was basically it. I mean, it was, I mean, we don't follow streamers yeah, really. No, I, I mean, we know of these people because they're famous now, but yeah, I definitely don't watch them. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, I just have one more tiny little tidbit of kind of gaming news. This is a fun thing. I discovered there's a new party game. It's like a card game. Kind of like, it's like a physical card game, not a, not a video game. <laughs> you can, uh, and it's called Hey Robot, and you essentially can use it. I realize this thing's probably going to react. We'll see what happens. Uh, you can use it to play tab, essentially taboo with your uh, designated robotic responding device that Amazon sells and Google sells. I'm trying to say it without saying the name yeah. so she doesn't respond. <laughs> We'll call her Alexia. Oh, it worked. It worked. Okay, so now everybody knows what we're talking about. The Russians aren't listening to us because of this. (laughs) Anyway, um... I think it started with a GoFundMe or not a GoFundMe, sorry, a Kickstarter. Stupid. (laughs) Go fund my kicks. Yeah, a Kickstarter. Um, But it sounds hilarious and I think it said it was like 30 bucks, so I might check it out sometime for parties or whatever. Not that we have a ton of parties, but I feel like it could be kind of fun with, uh, you know, around the holidays with family. Yeah, how much is it again? 30 bucks, which is about how much Crazy Dance Humanity was when it first came out. Okay. Seems fair. And so it's the same concept? It's a, basically you pull a card and it's got a word on it and you have to ask your robotic person, robot thing, questions. Alexia. Yeah. You have to ask it questions and try to get it to answer the word. So like you're playing taboo with, but you can't say a certain number of words in order to get it to say the word you want it to say. What's that game I'm thinking of? Is it taboo? I don't know what taboo is. Oh, it's, (laughs) it's the one... So it's a game where you have a card that says, this is the word. I'm, I'm thinking of the one where you draw oh, and people charades. have to get. So it's like charades, charade, but, but with words. Audio yes. charades. Yes, audio charades. Exactly. Audiades. No. Not a good one? I don't like that one. So yeah, it's not. It's like a... Charodable. I don't know about that. Maybe. Kind of sounds like a Pokemon. Charades. Okay. Definitely no. Oh. Okay. So that was just a quick little tidbit, and that's all we've got for gaming news. <laughs> well, it was a lot of stuff, though. Yeah, definitely. And, and also at the same time, not very, not much. very much because it's yeah. all delayed. Yes, it's very true. Um, but we, we we did play a little bit, though. That's true. We did. We, just a smidge. We didn't get a whole lot of playtime, but we did get <sighs> yeah. some playtime. Yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, we have Halloween coming up. Yes. In what, like? A couple four, days. A couple days. Yeah. I guess it's Thursday. Four, four days. Three days, four days. It's uh, Thursday night, yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, naturally, you have games coming out with like Halloween theme stuff. Yeah. Uh, the beauty of DLC, Borderlands Three, which we have not finished <laughs> but, at all. Yeah. <laughs> but we're enjoying it still. Yes. Thankfully, we had at least made it to uh, the point where we needed to be. 
for that DLC. And they they released a free DLC pack that added some Halloween themed missions and cosmetic skins and weapons mm-hmm. and just kind of interactive events within the game. Uh, we didn't get too heavy into it, but we we played a, a little bit. We played like a mission or two, and we got the vibe of it. And I think it's available till some point in December. Yeah, it's some really long time. So. so it gives people time. They don't have to rush and play it in this, you know, one week of, of Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll definitely get through it at some point yeah um but yeah so like what did you think of it i thought it was fun it's just a one more thing uh one more little aspect of the game i thought it it was cool to have a couple new skins and heads and whatever like uh what do you call character stuff that Mm -hmm. you just kind of randomly find throughout the world but yeah the cosmetics though the cosmetics you like automatically have uh two new heads or whatever that are yeah. part of this DLC. Like one was like a giant eye, one was like... Like a cannon... Wait, what? It was like an eye with like oh. a skull painted on it, right? I was thinking it looked like a cannonball, but I guess an eye makes sense. Maybe it is a cannonball, I don't know. And the other one was like a TV, right? It was like a TV with also a skull on it. Yes, they both had they, skulls. They they liked the skull theme. Yes. Um, they were both cool for Halloween stuff. And then there was like another thing. It was like, I don't even know what the hell it was. It was like a fish head. I don't know. I, oh, there's a pigeon. I think that was before. Oh, the, that was before. Close the, enough. Yeah. It was before the <laughs> DLC. That's just another <laughs> random weird shit that's in the game. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, so I, it didn't really add anything different. It was just more like I, what we did for one of the missions was random enemies would have like a red or a green glow. color glow to them yeah. and you had to kill them and then a skull would fly out from them. A ghost. Yeah. I mean, it was a skull. Skull. I know, but they called it a ghost. Yeah. It's clearly a ghost skull. I mean, I'm just going to call it a skull because it was a skull. Okay, whatever. So they had this facial entity okay. that uh, would fly out from the body and then you just had to kill that even or else it went to another enemy. Mm-hmm. And so that was basically it. You had to kill it and then it would drop loot, which I didn't feel like we found anything that was all that better than what we had, but it was, you know, fun, like new stuff. So yeah. I'm interested to see how that goes, and I, it looks like there's going to be more of a, a plot point to it at some point. It's not just event stuff, but, uh, I mean, it gets the job done. Yeah. You know, and at the very least, it's a nice reassurance that they're adding to the game, they're updating, they're, they're keeping stuff for people to do. Yes. Because, I mean, we're late to the game on beating the story. I think most people have probably beat the story by now. We We're very late played a good amount i think we got like a third of the way through and then we kind of jumped off with other stuff going on obviously we're doing the podcast now and we yeah have those bullshit things called day jobs yeah such bullshit you know our cats and dogs have it really good mm-hmm. they don't have to work <laughs> living the life they just get to like eat and sleep all day yeah Assholes. debate if they want to go outside and shit yeah i don't really want to go there i'm just gonna stay in here and hope i don't shit <laughs> yeah uh, you know Susie's thinking that absolutely so we got a little busy but we didn't finish the borderlands 3 campaign but um it seems like it's more the same with the dlc so we'll we'll get through all of that at some point i'm looking forward to it yeah me too so uh so that and then a little more halloween themed i actually jumped on this because it was on game pass and i wanted to try something that was halloween themed at least i associate with halloween themed Mm-hmm. World War Z is a game that I honestly didn't even realize existed. I feel like I might have heard about it a while back, but I don't recall it being released. Apparently it was released April 16th, 2019. Oh, okay. So 
that's probably why I don't remember this because it's what three days after we that's, got married, so we fair. were probably we, occupied and we were on our honeymoon at that point. Actually, yeah. yeah. So that explains why I quietly released without my knowledge because this is a, yeah a very Steven ass game. It is very Steven ass. That's true. <laughs> so uh, it's developed by Saber Interactive, published by Mad Dog Games, and essentially it's a Left for Dead style game, which. I don't know if you're familiar with those games. It was probably a little bit before you started gaming. It was 360, uh, PS3 I, era, but yeah, I don't, I don't think I. Basically, those. they were four-player co-op, mm-hmm. shorter missions that you just work together to get through, help each other, revive each other, mm-hmm. shoot the enemies. There's different types. Mm-hmm. This is exactly the same kind of game. Are they like super fast, like crazy steroid zombies? Uh, this one is, yeah, I mean, because yeah, it's based off World War Z. Yeah. It's literally swarms. Okay. So this cool. this is kind of a hybrid of, but basically it's Left 4 Dead, which is, you know, a huge fan favorite game. So if anybody who wants their fix of Left 4 Dead with newer graphics and more of an advanced upgrade system, this is the game to play. Sweet. So basically, it plays like Left 4 Dead. It plays online. You can even play by yourself. Uh, multiplayer. It's four people. Uh, it's four episodes, three chapters each episode. Um, I only played the first episode, uh, but so it was New York for the first episode. So you play like a mall strip area, and then second one was like a subway, and then so on and so on. So it's just. The different locations of New York. Yeah. Uh, but basically, it, it tells a story, so they all like lead into the next one. But then later chapters, they'll have other places around the world. I think one was like Tokyo, one was Jerusalem. Okay. Uh, so it's really cool. It's, it's yeah. like you get a different like atmospheres in the different episodes, and obviously yeah. you'll be different characters because you're not yeah. going to have the same one in all these different locations. Um, but you know, there, there was enemies that were very Left for Dead esque, where they have special abilities that will you know. One screams, which draws in more mm-hmm. zombies. So the idea is what? But I have a really important question. What? Do they chatter their teeth? No, not yet. Damn it. Not yet. They do not <laughs> pretend to be raptors. Uh, so I, the this game is very fun. It, it, it feel like it was more fun than I expected. Like I got seeing it be a World War Z game they based off you know the movie which mm-hmm. then is based off the you know book the book is actually really good yeah uh you know I was like okay this is gonna be like a cheap trash game tr- well I won't say well, trash okay, but you know like, it's gonna be a lower tier okay. game yeah yeah because that's usually what you get with licensed stuff mm-hmm. uh it, it has been a lot of fun Okay, um, that's good. Basically, you play through the mission. You get reward points. You use those points to upgrade your character, their abilities, your weapons. Like okay. the, based off how much you use each type of weapon, will gain more levels for that weapon. Oh, okay, sweet. So prioritize the weapon you like the most Got if you it. want to upgrade it faster. Makes sense. Um, it, it it's basically you, you go through like it's Left for Dead, and then you'll get to certain areas which they then have their own little tower defense set up where you will lay out barricades, uh, set up turrets. There's turrets all over the fucking place. I don't know why. There's but just a lot of turrets. They just all have over. turrets laying everywhere. Okay. You know, Oprah was like sneaking turrets all around. Yeah. Everybody have one under their seat. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So you'll set everything up and then there'll be like set pieces where, you know, cut scene will be like, oh, they're they're flooding in or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they'll just Literally hundreds, hundreds in. of yeah. them flooding in, you know, they got the game mechanic. It's yeah. kind of like uh, Days Gone. Okay. How they, you know, like the, the demo, they show them like 
mm-hmm. move like liquid, just yeah. kind of floating through. Yeah. So yeah. very much like that. And okay. so like the idea is to like organize your layout so you're funneling them mm-hmm. and be able to efficiently take them all down. Got and it. then you're still free moving with your gun and all that okay. stuff and, and able to... Uh, you know, take enemies out, pick them off, whatever. They have different game type weapons. Like there's your primary, which is your standard, you know, assault rifles, shotguns, stuff like that. And you have your secondary, which is like a pistol. And then there's a heavy that you can pick up, which will fuck shit up. Usually RPGs. Yeah. Uh, there's like a mini turret you can carry. Stuff like that. Snipers. Gotcha. And yeah, it, this is just a lot of fun. They they bring in like stuff from what was in the movie, you know, like the the liquid moving how they just kind of like hoard up and like mm-hmm. make piles and like yeah. get above buildings that way. Right. They just pile up and just kind of keep climbing each other. Mm-hmm. So they have that kind of mechanic in the game. That's good. And it's so satisfying because you just lob grenades in at them and they just, boosh, just nice. see bodies just fly everywhere. And it's, yeah. just, it's probably morbid to be saying that, but it's right. very satisfying <laughs> yeah. to do. Well, it's good. Uh, so yeah, this game was a very big surprise for me, and I actually enjoyed it a lot. So I, I'm gonna play it all the way through. It just felt like a Halloween style game since it's zombies. Mm-hmm. To me, it just felt like something I might want to share with with listeners. You know, anybody who's got Game Pass or it's probably been on sale. I think I saw it on the like Epic Store. It was pretty cheap, but you know, consoles it's probably gonna be on sale right now with the holiday time. Yeah. So something to check out for anybody who is interested in Left 4 Dead style game until Valve decides to stop being cowards and make Left 4 Dead 3. But they don't like to make third game. So that's what they're infamously known for. You're not bitter. No. (laughs) Not at all. Yeah. You cowards. (laughs) But yeah, so that's all I played. Uh, Just thought I'd keep it Halloween theme. Yeah, I didn't play anything else. I could not get around to it. Well, I mean, you had a busy week preparing for that interview. Yeah. You know, that's true. I had to go over all the answers to my questions. You had to you research who the best Ninja Turtle was. Yep. Still not sure if you figured it out. I mean, I must have because I got the job, so. Well, I might have pulled some strings. You don't know. Okay. I just call him a coward until he said he would hire you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad that worked. Hire her, you coward. No. Sounds cowardly to me. <laughs> okay, I'll hire her. Yeah. That's Damn sounds... right you will, yeah. former coward. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's games, huh? We have everything yep. for games, it, news, a yeah. little bit of Halloween gaming. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a pretty good amount for TV news, actually. Yeah, got so, a good handful. You want to start off with TV? Uh, yeah, I mean, the first thing that I put that I wanted to talk about is that they have a, uh, there's a Johnny Galecki, the guy who played Leonard in Big Bang Theory, the like, main character guy that like, dates the yeah. hot chick. Yeah, okay, he make was also sense. in... Uh, Roseanne as yes. the boyfriend. Yes, yes. Uh, so he and another guy who worked on Big Bang Theory with him are now, now uh, I guess they're attached to a new multicam series that's going to be about esports that NBC is going to be producing or having on their channel network. Not, not to distract. Uh huh. I totally fucking showed my age, didn't I? Yes. Okay. Okay. But, like, I knew immediately. It was like, oh, yeah, duh. He was also from that, so. I I, I mean, yeah, obviously this is the most logical thing he's from recently. Mm -hmm. These are basically the only two things I know him from. Mm -hmm. But, like, I always just, 
instantly think Roseanne whenever I see him. Even yeah. if I'm watching like a promo for Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. I go, oh, it's the Roseanne guy. Yeah. Not the guy <laughs> from Big Bang. Yeah. Not the guy on the He's thing the that Roseanne I'm guy. clearly seeing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, I'm old. Sorry. Uh, and then I guess there's some there's some other I think it's ABC that there's another network that's supposedly having a show about esports too. So they're gonna have a competing yeah. show on about esports. I don't. Yeah. Well, and uh, this isn't the only thing. Uh, well, I guess it's not really esports, but um, Apple. Oh yeah, you yeah. You know yeah. How they're doing their service. Yeah, they're doing the about like video game developer. Yes, right? it's gonna be a developer. Yeah. Comedy uh, with the creators for it's always sunny in philadelphia yeah that so show i have high hopes hilarious. for that i'm really upset about it because we don't have apple tv so i'm like mm. how are we gonna watch this maybe hear me out mm-hmm. maybe if it's in fallout 76 private lobbies <laughs> we could jump in on a friends list and watch it there perfect We'll have to check that out. Okay. So yeah, that's just a little tidbit for anybody who's a Big Bang fan or esports fan. Yeah. I'm neither. I'm pretty big <laughs> fan of. I'm a fan of Big Bangs. Oh uh, yeah. Even though it killed all the dinosaurs. Oh, we're talking about those kind of Big Bangs. <laughs> Plus, that's that's literally like the title says. That's a theory. That's true. It's not proven. You're, you're right. Nothing's. Every, it can't be proven because no one every, can watch it happen. Every. <laughs> Oh, so you admit it. <laughs> Everything in science is a theory until you can actually show someone that it's happening. Everybody knows that the fucking dinosaurs got tired of the bullshit. They saw a man rising up and they're like, I'm not dealing with these fucking divas. Yeah. And they just flew away to another planet. Yeah. Everybody fucking knows that. Show me the proof that it didn't happen. You can't. You're right. Science. I can't. Do you know that gravity <laughs> is still a theory? Even though it clearly can be proven? Whatever, it's fine. Sorry. Tangent. Um, but yeah, so I mean, esports. I It's it's my... Uh, it's a thing. Yeah, that's it's a thing that exists and employs a lot of people. The guy that I know from high school works yeah. in esports and he... Yeah, no, like, it's... It's a career. I'm like, how? The I don't last get it. few years, it's really blossomed. And mm-hmm. um, it's, you know, it's really becoming something. You're, even, you know, like Gears 5, you know, I'm playing that game once in a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that there's a big following for the Gears community... In esports, mm-hmm. I think you know it was mainly in four, but I imagine five is is the focus at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, whenever you go to E three and stuff, they always have those tournament things outside there. That's tr- yeah, you're right. So it's it's growing, uh, yeah. And I think there's even some of the sports channels are are showing esports. Yeah, because they were talking about putting esports in the fucking Olympics. Yes, that's true. I remember that. And I that was like, now. you've got to be joking. Yeah. I mean, I'm all. They weren't joking. I'm all for. Spoiler alert. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm all for gaming and growing the community, but I have a hard time justifying esports as as an Olympic activity. It's not an act. It's not an activity. Well, it's, like... it's it's just how you define what a sport is, and technically, it's a sport. But the fact is, here's where I would argue it's not the same thing for the olympics is it's not a physical activity yeah, outside of moving your hands like and getting sweaty in your hand eye coordination is not the and, same. you know yeah. it's it's you're technically being physical but you're not unless you're going to use like psvr and you're going to be actively moving pole vaulting yeah. i don't <laughs> yeah something like that no yeah i i 
I have no problem with people going and doing that for their whatever. Somehow they're making money on it and like living their lives and that's fucking great for them. But I just don't see it as a sport. It's not a physical thing. Yeah. Like largely body physical, not just fingers and hands. Yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> it's the title of the episode. Yeah. It's not just fingers and hands. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> but esports are definitely growing. And yeah. like I, I definitely would recognize them as a sport in that sense of like having a mass audience mm-hmm. for the competitive nature of what it is. Yeah. But the Olympics thing, it's kind of hard for me to to jump on that wagon. Yeah. I imagine, sure, if you want to make like a Olympics that's based on esports and what other other miscellaneous like e Olympics. <laughs> I don't know. Ol- yeah. Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's a work in progress. It's, I think it's pretty good. I don't know how you could polish it off any better, to be honest. Whatever. Olympics. <laughs> Olympics. Why Olympics? I Olympics. <laughs> we'll go back to Olympics. That one was probably the best candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, it's good to see that the esport community is getting enough attention that sitcoms are now being produced. Yeah, right. I mean that clearly. that says a lot about the, the industry moving forward. True. Yeah. Or it says little about the creativity of the networks. Yeah. Needing or that show ideas. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Whatever perspective you have, I mm-hmm. guess. I'd at least be interested in checking them out. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to not watch it. I just, yeah. <laughs> Don't sound too defeated there. <laughs> so, what's next? Well, uh, we like to dabble in Marvel a little bit. Of so, course we do. Because it's Marvelous. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, a dead dove situation, if you ask mm-hmm. me. So, uh... Jeff Loeb was the guy in charge for the TV side of Marvel. Right. Uh, basically from the start of the MCU. You know, how they initially planned to tie in the TV and the movies together and all that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he was in charge of that side. Um, you know, they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which mm-hmm. started out pretty slow. Kind of got better. Then it just got weird because it wasn't connected anymore. <laughs> it was like it's connected, but it's not connected. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, they have that. They had the Netflix shows, which were all... Famously canceled this last year. Mm-hmm. Some even before their current season were even aired. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we had some, like, cancellations of, like, Ghost Rider, all that stuff. Uh, so he's basically stepping down from the TV side. I mean, as we expected, because Feige took over all mm-hmm. control of the comics, TV, and movies. So, he's, right. you know, you saw him take a more hands-on with the d23 announcements you know he's he's labeling all these shows that he was going to be producer on and all this stuff so it's not expected that we're seeing the exit of jeff Loeb mm-hmm. with this yeah it makes sense uh with what else is going on and there's been like talks that like he butted heads with feige and they just were on complete opposite ends of where they wanted the creative side to go so, whether it's for the better or worse, at least I guess you have more of a one direction for the, you know, the universe. Yeah. Because that was the problem was I think TV and movies just weren't lined up where they needed to be. And as great of an idea as it was, it just failed, you know? Yeah. 
So I'm kind of glad to see that Disney Plus is going to really focus on connecting the two formats of media, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, And then kind of on that aspect of a bunch of canceled shit, Cloak and Dagger was canceled. Oh, yeah, that show. Which we haven't really watched. But uh, it was a show on Freeform, which I think was basically ABC Family at one point. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know how popular of a show it is, but... I'm assuming not very. Yeah, aren't they like tweens? <laughs> or, uh, yeah, I think they like were young teens. adults. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but the characters themselves are—they're good characters. Interesting. It's just uh, the you take know, on them, maybe I don't know. They've got a, definitely a more popular. They've they've gotten more popular mm-hmm. in the last few years, I'd say. Because that's the those are the same characters we kind of discussed very briefly when we talked about the Shriek situation for the upcoming Venom movie. Mm-hmm. About how she in the comics got her powers from Cloak, right? Yes, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is kind of interesting news, though, because they had, within the last month or two, I want to say, mm-hmm. had announced that they were going to do a crossover with the uh, Runaways TV mm. show, which is also on... Oh, well, well, that's awkward. Which is on Hulu. Yeah. And so I'm curious if that means that's just dead in the water now for the crossover, or if they will still show up on that. It, who knows? But yeah. um, I just kind of see this as further plans that Marvel may want to take these characters to Disney+. Plus. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the agreement was. I don't know if Freeform had full control of canceling the show, if Marvel had any influence. I Who knows? But, um, yeah, another pre-Disney Plus MCU Marvel TV show, dead. Yep. <laughs> They're, it's gone. So. And it's gone. And then uh, also a Disney Plus thing. Not Marvel, though. Uh, so this is kind of confusing because they had... Announced a Muppets show mm-hmm. for Disney Plus, and then later it was canceled before really getting anywhere because of creative differences. Okay. But now they have another one called Earth to Ned. Okay. And it's a, a joint creative show between Disney Plus and Jim Henson. Uh, essentially, it sounds like it's going to be a late night talk show using a puppet as the host. And talking to guests, which I assume will be celebrities and like real life people. Yeah, okay. probably cool. Probably going to benefit using this for promoting more Disney shit, right? Movie releases. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Marvel movies, Star gotcha. Wars, anything Disney related that they okay. can throw those actors and directors and all that such in there to promote on their app that you clearly already are invested yeah. with. Yeah. So I imagine that's the point of this, but. You know, I, Muppets has been a thing that just was kind of a part of my childhood, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of nice to see it back, but I hope they do something good with it. Because I know they've, they've tried to do a few shows in, over the last decade, and they just always cancel them over time. Mm-hmm. So, But fingers crossed that they do something with this. Yeah, definitely sounds interesting. Yeah. So we'll probably have more info on that as, as they develop. Yeah. Uh, And then from a competing streaming service that's not out yet but i'm kind of interested in hbo max which is basically wb they're using the w or they're using the hbo name for the service to sell i'm assuming Mm -hmm. they are making deals with at&t so hbo will be included for at&t customers okay they say it's free if you have hbo yeah. And AT&T. That's confusing. So that's the part where I'm like, I don't understand how it's free. If you are paying for the HBO, then you just... 
So I guess what they're saying is they'll upgrade you from whatever your standard HBO is to the HBO Max. Is yeah. That, is that all they're saying? Yeah. Because it just seems like, well, I'm paying for it if I have to have HBO to get the HBO. Yeah. So a little bit of manipulative marketing, I would say there. Yeah. Okay. So this is there. It's going to be 16 to $17 per month, supposedly. So that's. Yeah. It's a higher tier thing, but um, it sounds like it's kind of going to have a lot of content, though. Theoretically, they're going to have all the Harry Potter stuff on there, right? Yeah. But I already own all those. Yeah. I know. I'm just saying, like, this is an incentive for the general person, other people. right? The plebs who don't have um, it. You know, they got the DC service app. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all DC stuff. That's not doing that well, it doesn't sound like. So I would imagine that at some point they're going to lump that in there. Which, that's the stuff I'm curious about. But, like, there's all the WB, you know, properties that are owned. Mm-hmm. Movies, TV shows, whatever. Um, I know that they had announced a couple... Besides HBO, I feel like there was another movie service that was going to be included. But, like, it sounds like it's a good deal. Because if you think about it, you're already paying 15 for HBO by itself, right? So if you're paying $2 more, and then you're getting all of these movies, TV shows. I guess that's true. Hopefully the DC stuff. Yeah. Because that's what I would care about. Right. Like, in that sense, if your mindset is, well, I'm already, I, I need to have HBO because I care about HBO stuff. If that's mm-hmm. your mindset, then this really isn't a bad deal for you. Right, yeah. That's fair. Based on whatever they have, if, if they have more promising content, I, I would not be against keeping this and Disney Plus and calling it good. And Amazon Prime. Well, yeah, I don't. For the shipping. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I never lump that in because I assume I we have that anyways because it's of the shipping. It's just always going to happen. Yeah. It's going to. It would have to get. I just don't so think of Amazon Prime as the video. I always think service. of it as yeah. delivery service. It's such good shows, though. Yeah. And I, we, They're doing really well. They are. Like, the last six months they've been Mm -hmm. knocking out of the park yeah uh so on the subject of other streaming services this is a fun one i guess uh netflix is toying with the idea of allowing mobile devices to play tv or movies at different speeds um so so on some android devices it's a testing feature that you can play at like 0.5 speed or two times speed whatever tv or movie you're trying to watch to kind of like, I don't know why you would want to slow it down, but like if you're trying to watch, like binge something so you can catch up, I guess two times speed maybe. Like I've done, yeah. I've done this with. Um, so they're taking binging and they're taking a step like further. Hardcore binging, yeah. Because I thought done you were this. binging then. <laughs> Wait till you watch it in twice the speed. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna remember none of it. Uh, so I've done this with um, podcasts or with um like audiobooks you can set it to like mm-hmm. x yeah. number of whatever and that's really helpful because if when i was trying to get through game of thrones man that helped a lot because i put it on like 1.5 speed because the guy that normally reads those ones is like and then he did this with long pauses in between and i was like come on guy i got sh- that shit to do i don't have time for you to fucking sit here and like pause and take 10 breaths in between each word so yeah. i put him on 1.5 times speed and then i got through him way faster and i didn't like lose anything from it but i feel like it's kind of weird of an idea for a tv slot like a video item um and clearly some filmmakers agree there's a lot of people well, no, yeah that makes a lot of sense though because think of from the filmmaker perspective they're making this content with the intent that you're going to like absorb it the way they built it how how they wanted you yeah. to see it and and yeah you know, you're you're not just throwing something in the background. Like it's something that like was a very creative, mm-hmm. creative process and like very yeah. intricate work that they they want to represent how they wanted it to be. And yeah. So 
if you Netflix is changing how how that contents it's changing the art and yeah it's like going to like a really fancy steakhouse and getting like a two hundred dollar steak and whatever side dishes and then just like taking it and putting it in a blender and then like drinking it as a shake instead because it's faster like okay yeah I could see that you know I, I mean I it just doesn't make sense like I I understand in some cases like what some things that you're watching are not art for example forensic files I wouldn't mind watching that on two times speed because we're just like trying to consume the crazy bs that's going on yeah and it's like sometimes it's like they're taking 15 hours between words as well but something that's like an actual work of art, I guess, it, like um, good movies that have CGI or whatever. Something that's, that's, that's like that's not art. We've that's like, learned from old people that's, that's not like art. That's like story based rather than like just retelling a crime that happened. Um, might be a little more difficult because you don't want to speed it up or slow it down because the things that like they added in pause for effect and all this stuff like it's all going to be overlooked because of that so like uh, pretty big filmmakers judd apatow um step made some comments about it on the internet and brad bird the guy who directed um mission impossible ghost protocol and not 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 bird box <laughs> no not bird box i literally thought that i was like i don't know who that is and then i looked it up i was because in my in my head i was like i wonder if he did bird box and i was like why yeah. did i think that what's wrong with me that's weird it's, it's not weird it's not weird? No, okay. of course so, not. His, you name, did the same his name thing. is Brad Bird. It's Bird. So it should be Bird Box, right? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't about him? No, it wasn't about him. It wasn't about him getting out of a box? <laughs> no. Um, and then also the uh, director of Ant-Man, Peyton Reed, as well as Aaron Paul, the star of, or one of the stars of Breaking Bad and the star of the new El Camino Breaking Bad movie, made some comments on the social meds saying... Like, yeah, this can't be a thing. Like, Netflix, you can't be serious, basically. Well, I, I mean, in Aaron Paul's defense, <laughs> you can't speed up things like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Because when he puts out that bitch. <laughs> it would sound weird. It needs to have that slow, yeah. calculated bitch. timing. <laughs> you can't. You're right. You you're can't right. speed that up or else it loses its impact. It loses its art. It's true. So, so Aaron Paul's on to something. Yeah. Like, I understand where Netflix is coming from trying to give people more options for playback. But I don't know if that's the route to go. I'm curious to see how this plays out. Because I guess there was some backlash about being able to skip intros on certain shows, too. Which I was so super thrilled about. Orange is the new black. Get the fucking <laughs> intro out of here. I feel like, yes. Force me to watch the intro on the very first episode. Fine. But never again. I don't want to see it again until they have changed the intro. Like, having to watch the intro on freaking forensic files yeah. every time? Nope. Bye. You're done. I don't understand yeah. that. And people, <laughs> stop making intros that are, like, five minutes long. Yeah. Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> We're here for the show, not the intro. Yeah. If I get a message during the intro that says, are you still watching? <laughs> You're doing it wrong. Your intro is too long. <laughs> yeah, so that's a fun little... Tidbit. I mean, I let's take this as like it. Netflix is probably trying to think of innovative ways to compete with the Disney Plus that's going to be yeah. taking away some of their users, right? Yeah, because also I guess Hulu recently, I think recently decided you're allowed to download episodes and watch them later, like Netflix has had for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, oh shit, now we have to compete more. But like Netflix only does that with certain shows, right? Most of them. There's some shows you can't, but I feel like. 
don't know, 90% of the shows I go on there. Okay, it might have been at the time that I was trying to do it. it yeah. Was, it was limited when to... When it first came out, it was like 10 shows. Because like, I feel like when we tried to go to my brother's cabin for that uh, Christmas time a couple of years ago, I feel like they didn't have some shows I wanted Yeah, but I available. think that was like when they first brought that feature out. Now, it's like there's a whole like list that's like download later, download for later, and there's like a million in there. Okay. So... Yeah, I mean, we're we're heading straight into the streaming wars. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of battling. You're seeing, like, the, the contracts that are being made, you know, Disney Plus with uh, Verizon. Now mm-hmm. we're seeing HBO Max is going to have AT&T mm-hmm. contracts. It's about to get weird. We're, yeah, we're, we're going to see all these exclusive contracts with other providers mm-hmm. to to pigeonhole people into yeah. having to do certain things that they to see the the few shows they care about yeah so uh, i guess this isn't really so much news but um <laughs> it was very entertaining good, so i yeah. thought i'd share it with people and and let them go look it up and and have a nice chuckle mm-hmm. paul rudd he's just can do no wrong doing his thing yeah. and it's <laughs> always good yeah uh so anyone who Watches the Conan, well, many ver- versions of the Conan many show the over Conan over the last show. fifteen years or so. Knows that Paul Rudd, when he comes on to the show to promote a movie or a TV show or anything, he always shows a clip, and that clip happens to be a ridiculous scene from an old ass movie called Mac and Me, <laughs> and it's just pure comedy gold. Yeah, and you would think after <laughs> you think Conan would catch on. Yeah, at some point? after so like. <laughs> There's there's a YouTube video that's like just every time it's happened. Yeah. Like in Oh my god, I want a to row, watch that. that and it's just, great. it's actually really funny because like you see like visually how they look mm-hmm. in these time periods of like when their yeah. promotion was. And yeah. it's just like you see like the decades that like yeah. oh man, did people look like that? That's crazy. I should definitely and, uh, check that out. So it's just yeah, like it's kinda like after like the third time I'm like, there's no fucking way Coden does not expect yeah. this. <laughs> So good. And then he's just like always is just like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? <laughs> so funny. So uh I suggest go check that out if you guys haven't already. It's yeah. it's just it's great comedy. It I guess I put it on here as uh a trick for the the theme of oh, trick I see, or treat. I see. Got it. Because he tricks Conan every time. Yeah. And it's a treat for the viewers. And it's a treat for the viewers. There you go. <laughs> so it's trick and treat yeah okay well speaking to paul rudd yeah yeah we're done with news but we we did watch about a third to a fourth of that new show on netflix living with yourself yeah starring paul rudd and paul rudd yeah Uh, i think yeah and paul rudd (laughs) that is not wrong I really like the relationship that they have, you know? Yeah. The, the character dynamics yeah, of Paul the Rudd. The chemistry. The chemistry of Paul Rudd and Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's like they just know what each other is going to say. Yep. But uh, I think what really caught me to be interested in this show was uh, an interview that Paul Rudd did on the Conan show. Mm. Yeah, they showed this clip of Mac and me. <laughs> and you were like, yes, I uh, want to see this. If that clip is going to be in this show. Yeah. Man, you had me going. I was like, oh, what interview did you see? <laughs> I was and, like, this is news to me that you watch Conan. Me and Paul. Me and Paul. We're always tricking yeah. people. Yeah. With our Mac and me clips. Yeah. 
I guess that's true. Or just talking about his Mac and Me clips. Yeah, it's very inside of Taco Bell. <laughs> just wait till me, Paul Rudd, and Paul Rudd. Yeah. Pull a prank. Yeah. That'll be pretty good. Yeah, it's gonna be Mac and Me and Me. But uh, so we've watched what two episodes? I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like an eight yeah. episode season. I'm pretty short. They're like yeah. twenty something minute episodes, maybe thirty. Yeah, like thirty minutes. I think they're not that long. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? How how are you feeling about the show so far? It's I mean, not what I expected, but no, what, what are you thinking? It's not all what I expected. I thought it was gonna be hilarious, um, which it's not unfunny. It's just not funny in the classically this is hilarious Paul Rudd kind of way. It's just kind of like you're laughing at awkward, weird scenarios, and then mannerisms that you're like ha that's funny but it's like dark and fucked up at the same time so it's not as like just comic comical as i expected which is yeah i I expected that but i would say it's very uh it's a very serious it it covers some serious topics i'd say it's it's very serious tone very uh pretty dark and then the hu- there is humor peppered in, but it's all in just, like, conversational. Yeah. It's not like... This, the situations aren't funny at all. It's probably the most serious role I think I've ever seen him in. Yeah. He's... Same. He's... I mean, and he's shown he can yeah. fucking act, not Clearly. just... yeah. Also, I mean, he, can you... I can't... Can we talk about how different he looks <laughs> between the one and the other? Well, I mean, that's... Obviously, I know that's cosmetics. Trying I know, to, but I just it just they feel I feel like they look like different people. Yeah, because they make. I mean, it's so just amazing how different the premise. Let's just go over like a, a simple premise. So yeah. anyone who doesn't know, the show is basically about a guy who's like struggling with. I it seems depression. They don't really straight up say it, but it seems like he's he's in a funk. At least he's in a funk. He's kind of down on life. He's got reasons within his family and and work and all that stuff that explain his issue and he goes to this day spa or what he perceives as a day spa situation that claims they can fix him essentially Mm -hmm. Uh, and he ends up being cloned yeah and then he was buried and the clone was essentially going to take over his spot not knowing that it was a clone right because it would Know everything about him, but not that he, but he not was the sadness replaced. Or yeah, whatever. so like, basically he was like version of him. 2.0, yeah. Paul Rudd 2.0, mm-hmm. and uh, so something goes wrong where the gas that essentially suffocates them didn't work. Mm-hmm. He doesn't die when they bury him, and he digs his way out, and so now we have two Paul Rudds, a happy and a sad. Yeah. And so this is basically a show so far, the only two episodes in, but so far it's basically just how they're going to have to deal with the situation of both existing in the same world now. Yes. Um, so I, I've really liked it. It's yeah. like, like we established, it's not really a comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even really watch the trailer uh, too much. It just kind of, I, watched, I watched it, but it was just kind of like, okay, didn't think much of it. So I kind of expected it to be a comedy, but mm-hmm. wasn't really sure. Yeah, I definitely didn't think too much to about it. When I watched the trailer, that's when I told you about it. I was like, have you seen this? And you were like, oh, I don't know. I think I saw the trailer for that. And I was like, I want to watch it. So yeah, it's a pretty good story. Yeah, I thought so. Let's <laughs> hope that it actually went down that way. Yeah. I'm going to check the security cameras. 
Oh, yeah. But so it, this is definitely a show that's going to like tug at your emotions and mm-hmm. it's got some really sad stuff in it, you know, and it, it seems like it's going to be a one off season. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we haven't watched the whole thing, but it just seems like a show that I don't know how you could go <laughs> past yeah. this with the the tone of it so far but it's it's good i think we're gonna continue it i i plan to at least finish it and um, it's just kind of nice to see like big name actors doing shows like this you know Mm -hmm. and i that's gotta be good for netflix knowing that they've got someone of that caliber doing a show that's not their typical catalog of work yeah and can do it well like the 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 acting's been really good so far Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to the rest of it Definitely. Um, so that's pretty much all, all we watched together, right? Yeah. This week, because we didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, well, we watched a couple movies that we'll talk about later. Oh, but... yeah, yeah, but I mean, as far as TV goes. Yeah, yeah as um, far as TV. So one other thing that I've been watching, because I don't know why, but at some point I decided that you didn't care about this show, so that's my bad. Um, Big Mouth. If anyone's not watching that, they should watch it immediately. It is so funny. <laughs> I definitely recommend um, checking out Big Mouth because it's kind of... So if anybody doesn't know, it's I think it's on season three, so like you should know this by now, but it's uh, pretty much talking about like kids in high school. It's a cartoon about kids in high school navigating their way through puberty. There's these things called hormone monsters, which are like expressing all of these horrible, perverted things that teenagers all yeah. go through. It's kind of playing on the idea. I, mean, I haven't really watched the show, but I, mm-hmm. you know, based on what I've seen with trailers and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's basically imaginary friend concept, but instead of being imaginary friend, it's your hormones. Yeah. You're, you're basically... Because we all say like, oh, my, well, their hormones made them get into this moody whatever, and then yeah. they... But they actually anthropomorphize into this creature that's the hormone monster. Or there's like um, the depression kitty, which is like this. A depression kitty. There's a depression kitty, and she's huge and big and literally lays on you like a cat would, so you can't get out of bed when you're going through a depression period. Oh, that's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but would you be depressed if you had a giant cute cat laying well, on she you she says some pretty depressing things to you it talks yeah it they all just talk. meow no she doesn't she purrs yeah <laughs> um there's all there's all kinds of other ones but uh there's all these things and and whims and and okay. biological urges that kids and teenagers so it's not through. just the one character no hormone that no you... it's not more Maureen okay is the is the hormone monster but then there's also i cannot remember her name but there's a female hormone monster yeah and i believe Either that character or the concept is going to be spun off to its own thing too, right? If oh, I'm correct. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like I read something like that. I might have just made that up. Okay. <laughs> um, and then there's like an older, like decrepit, like clearly falling apart, super old hormone, hormone monster too, who's like really bad at his job. Anyway, it's really funny. So the like limp dick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, tells the kids that he's assigned to to do really stupid things that are not appropriate. Like, they're not, he's not very good at, like, getting them. He's not good at telling them how to flirt or how to do what, like, things that your hormone monster yeah. is supposed to guide you through. Like, he's just gives them really bad advice because he's, he's so out of the old loop. and, like, half blind and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's just such Slip a... Slip a pill in our drink. <laughs> I mean, he probably does say that if it... <laughs> Um... I just think it's hilarious. I I didn't um I didn't love Nick Kroll's stand up and I don't I don't think I really cared for his show too much. Mm-hmm. 
But he's much better of an actor when he sits down. Yeah, but I will say that what he's been do- been doing with this show is hilarious. So I think anyone who yeah, I, I heard many interviews that he sits a lot when he uh, records the audio for the show. Anyway, the point is I recommend it. It's hilarious. It's very dirty, not kid friendly, but also something that's kind of cool. Like you can just throw it on. Like that's what I do is I've, I come home and I need to like check my email and do whatever. So I'll throw it on and I'm watching it while I'm doing other stuff. So you don't really have to be like, oh, I'm so do you kind of involved. treat it more like a podcast then? It's more just like the audio is really all you because, you know, there's some shows where, like, the dialogue is really all that's important for getting the plot. Whereas yeah. others, like, they have visuals that you kind of have to have within the context of the audio. I think you need the visuals, but, like, you can do like, because I'm sitting on the couch, like, it's like if I was sitting here and it's on in front of me, you know, mm-hmm. like, I'm not, like, in the other room. Like, I'm on my computer and watching yeah. it at the same time, so. But if I go to the kitchen to get something to eat, like, I can usually walk away for five minutes and it's i'm not gonna miss a whole lot okay so i definitely well, I just my i i struggle with putting something on while doing something because like i feel like if i don't pay attention fully then i'm gonna miss something and then like okay. i'll have to rewatch it anyways and then okay well i mean i've also used it like i'll put it on if i'm like folding laundry or whatever like no i'm not saying you can't do stupid it stupid just... stuff that's like mind numbing tasks yeah, yeah. they're not really you know so um i don't think you could probably listen to it without the visual, but there are some visuals that are pretty hilarious, so you wouldn't want to go completely without that for the whole episode. It's only like 25-minute episodes, so yeah. you could just watch one and be like vegging out and then go back to whatever you're trying to do. And how many seasons are there again? I think it's on season three right now. That's okay. what I'm watching. Yeah, okay. I Yeah. I think I've heard some good things about season three, so yeah. you're just adding to the yeah to the hype. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I wanted to make sure people were watching that, and if they're, yeah. so you, it's good. I recommend it. Yeah, so you're just running around with your big mouth. Yeah. Telling people about this show. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. Is there any uh, other unique characters that I should know about besides Depression Kitty? And that would, would spark my interest? I mean, Depression Kitty is probably like the biggest one because it's a cat. Uh, there's, oh, I can't remember what he is. There's the shame, shame something, shame vampire. He looks like a vampire, but I don't think that's what he's called. There's a lot of other creatures that are essentially okay, are so emotions or phys- they're they're not all like actual animals placed in reality. They're they're they can just be like anything. Okay, like you said, there was a vampire. Yeah, so there's they a can vampire. Be, they could be any entity. Really. Yeah, there's a vampire. There's a kitty. There's these hormone monsters, which are this random amalgam of parts that make Does up it, a new. Does every creature. episode have like a new creature? No, no. There's okay. a lot of recurring characters. Okay. And there's also I don't know what they called her, but there's like a like a bloody mary type creature that's like for menopause for mm-hmm. older because there's the kids and then there's their parents. So there's mm. things their parents are going through at the same time. And so there's So are these is everybody fully consciously aware of all of the different characters? Yeah, everybody sees their own monster. But they don't see but the other people. They don't see people's. the other people's monster. Okay. And then some people share the Hence same monster. The invisible friend. Yes. Part. Okay. Yeah. So that's crazy then. So do they think that they're the only ones that can like do they know that other people see their own they just don't see them uh, i don't uh, or do they think that they are special does everybody think that they're special and nobody else i think everybody thinks that well some people probably don't think about it and others there are certain characters that i think are they like know there's a couple characters that talk about it at times how they mm-hmm. have a different one and how this guy's like mine sucks or whatever okay yeah that's an interesting take yeah it's kind of like 
It's a very like maybe one or two it's episodes like that they do. That. Pokemon, but like you can't see them, mm-hmm. so you'll never get them all. Yeah. The only thing you're getting is sexual diseases. Yeah. Yep. You gotta catch them all. No. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. two positive shows. Yeah. We'll have to finish those. Mm-hmm. Or finish one, and then you finish the other one, and then I'll maybe check it out if you feel like it. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so much to watch. I know. I just was looking for something else after I finished um, BoJack Horseman the last time, which yeah. I think I have another episode, another I, season I, now. I hear good things about this show. Uh, yeah. I just haven't jumped on. I yet. just like stumbled upon it, and I was like, "This sounds ridiculous and stupid." And How I've many it. episodes usually on this season? <sighs> Literally no clue. I don't. I'm okay. not even gonna guess. I mean, it's Netflix, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's probably ten to twelve. We'll sure. say. Yeah. Why not? I mean, shows don't really do the twenty-something episodes anymore. No, I don't That's think not so. really a thing anymore. Yeah. Okay. So we have a few things for movie news, mm-hmm. and then I want to do a little thing where we talk about some Halloween recommendations because we have yeah. a few days before Halloween. October is always the month that people want to enjoy specific things. <laughs> yeah. So. Thought we could throw some recommendations out there. Maybe some things that we haven't watched, but we are looking forward to. That we'll probably try and watch before October is over. Yeah, we can share how we like to get into the mood for Halloween and celebrate. Yeah, light some candles. (laughs) Do a little demon exorcism. (laughs) Yep, sounds about right. All right, movie news? Yeah, but before that, (laughs) before we set the mood for the demons... (laughs) Let's get into some movie news. There's there's a few things. There's not a whole lot. Yeah. So, yeah, we had our Joker episode a few episodes ago. Yeah. And um, we loved it. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. But uh, we're not the only people that seem to be loving it. Clearly. Uh, It became the top grossing R-rated movie as of, well, today. Yep. Uh, The current worldwide box office numbers is $852 million worldwide. That's bananas. That's based on Box Office Mojo. Yeah. So, did you see the uh, the response, kind of congratulations that Ryan Reynolds sent to yeah. Joaquin was, Phoenix? Yeah, that was pretty good. It was, it was pretty funny. And I love seeing that kind of stuff, because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, you... Obviously, you, you assume there's a, a competitive nature to an extent, but, mm-hmm. but in the end, like, they just want to see each other succeed, because then yeah. it just adds more excitement for everybody you know mm-hmm. like it doesn't take away the success of something else because it gets you know beat it just right you know then you have that fun nature of coming back to try and beat it with the next movie right uh yeah i that just thought i was gonna note that i think it's interesting that um only one third of the uh, box office numbers are actually from u.s like domestic like it's doing so much better internationally obviously these are numbers that are skewed because there's like a hundred million other countries but um well it's just cool i mean it's interesting it's the joker for one it's it's a pretty big character yeah everybody knows this character he's very beloved um plus it just seems in the last few years at least well longer than that i'd say probably last decade Mm -hmm. it seems like internationally movies have been a lot more successful than they are in the states. Oh, okay, I haven't really paid attention to that. Well, I mean, with you know China and stuff, you've seen a lot of movies catering to Chinese markets. Um, yeah. Not to say the Joker did. I don't know if they did. I don't think they did. It doesn't I mean, maybe seem that they really way. Like it if you're mentally ill. I don't know. Uh, that could be a fun thing. <laughs> the government wants you to be mentally ill. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but 
it's not shocking to me Mm -hmm. that the worldwide is so much bigger um i think too with domestically i think people were expecting this to be a dceu movie even though they made it very damn clear it wasn't yeah People there was don't a good amount things. of people that just didn't understand that it seemed when we were well, it's like even people in the theater, and just so yeah, maybe that affected the numbers, slowed down the yeah. numbers domestically because right. of it. Because Regardless, it still did insanely well. Oh, it so, did amazing, yeah. and it's still going to be in theaters for yeah. Surprisingly, actually, this movie was competing with uh, Maleficent still. Really? Yeah. Very drastically different tones, right? Yeah. And they were kind of jumping back and forth the last couple weekends that the, that movie's been out. Which says a lot about this one, because if this one's still competing with two new yeah. movies, yeah. you know, Zombieland Double Tap even. Yeah. So yeah, congratulations to the Joker crew. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Well done. And uh, looking forward to see how far it can go. Because mm-hmm. we still have more time. Uh, a little bit more DC. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder Woman. People want to know where the fuck that trailer is. Yeah. Because we know the movie's where done. Where the fuck is it? You know, we know the movie's done, but we don't even have a trailer. Mm-mm. Well, turns out we are getting a trailer. Or, more accurately, the Brazilians are getting a trailer. Oh, okay. So, uh, they are going to have, I believe it's in December, the Brazilian Comic Con. That's what I was going to ask. And they have announced that they will premiere the trailer there for Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. Which this is not the first that that kind of thing has happened. If you remember Venom Mm -hmm. had a special event thing in Brazil where Tom Hardy showed up for fans and and announced the movie. Yeah, they had a big uh, announcement, I think, for Dark Phoenix at Brazilian Comic-Con. I think there was something to do with Captain Marvel or something last year as well. So obviously they have found somewhere in the data that this is a good marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. They must have a high volume of interest in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So I guess we know where all those Joker movie tickets were being sold. I guess so. Well, that's good, though. You know, it's, it's good to see things not being exclusively to a certain market. Mm-hmm. Movies are for everybody. That's true. You know, let yeah. everybody enjoy these premieres. Mm-hmm. Although, theoretically, if you just did it on the internet, then literally everybody can yeah. enjoy them. Yeah, but then they would just be a free-for-all. They want to have, like, some kind of... Yeah, they want to be able to sell some kind yeah, of uh, exactly. marketing, uh, advertising to, to companies. Mm-hmm. So they also announced uh, the... Uh, they confirmed the character that Pedro Pascal will be playing, and it's going to be Max Lord. Which, uh, isn't that the the villain in... One of the villains in Supergirl? Like, I'm assuming it's the same comic character or whatever, but, like, that guy, yeah, Lord I, Industries or whatever bullshit. I do believe he was the guy from yeah. Supergirl. Was he the first season? I think so, yeah. And then he was, like... There was, like, a will-they-won't-they they with, um, what's her with name? With her sister. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Spoilers. Oh. Turns out it was eh. a won't-they. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, because they did the CBS thing, right? Mm -hmm. CBS had the show, Mm -hmm. and then it swapped over to CW once they realized nobody gave a fuck. 70-year-olds didn't care about... They were like, where's my crime dramas? A young adult. Why are they in leggings? (laughs) Where's the rest of them? Why is this girl wearing pantyhose? (laughs) More like a panty whore, if you ask me. (laughs) 
So that's the same the same comic book villain, which is interesting. I mean, did we confirm that, or we just kind of? I yeah, I looked okay. it up. That's what I was looking up earlier. <laughs> I feel like we were just going off of we thought it was. I was just talking to you about it because I wanted yeah. to know what you thought, but I I checked it out before I asked. But to finish my thought, the point yeah. of the whole jump in between CBS to yeah. CW is I, they basically swapped creatives, I think, because of that, mm-hmm. and they just straight up dropped that whole plot line. Oh, yeah. I believe he just stopped existing after the first season. They don't even. I feel like they Did don't he... even go over it as anything. Did he jail or something weird? Probably. Like something weird happened. Anyway. Yeah, well, but yeah. So, I mean, not that those have anything to do with the... I know. It's just... I just was DCEU. like, that name sounds familiar, but I don't yeah. know who the fuck it is. That's I'm a good catch. I didn't even notice that. You're right. But yeah, so that was like a character that everyone suspected he was going to be, but it was never really confirmed until uh, recently. Oh, okay. And then Pedro Pascal is the guy who got his eyes poked out in Game of Thrones. Yeah. I, I was like, the name sounds familiar. I guess you didn't see that coming. I wasn't. All right. I wasn't like connecting it in my head. So Yeah. And he now was also, he was also in, um, what's the movie? Uh, the golden circle. Yes. Kingsman. The Kingsman. Go- yes. The second one. He second was one. the, the cowboy. Yes. Yes. One. Yes. Yeah. So good. <laughs> yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. He, he's definitely had some, some good roles. Yeah. So I'm just, I can never not see his eyes with thumbs in them <laughs> yeah well neither could he yeah <laughs> so there's that what else do we have uh going back to disney plus uh-huh i feel like you're probably gonna be hyped about this i could fucking care less yeah or i couldn't care less i can never it i don't matter. know which one it everybody is everybody uses them the same way so you're good okay yeah <laughs> i don't fucking care is what i'm saying <laughs> this is trash <laughs> uh hocus pocus Two is reportedly in talks for Disney Plus, mm-hmm. which okay, so I guess it's at least a year away, right? Because this Easily. is clearly going to be a Halloween time release. I would think, unless they go like Nightmare Before Christmas route and like the witches come back for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could do that. Jingle bells and potions. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I know you like Hocus Pocus isn't really your jam, but you should be interested because it's uh, this one's supposed to be Jen D'Angelo. She's the writer slash co-producer of Workaholics, which you like that show, right? I cannot confirm nor deny okay. my interest in Workaholics. All right. So my point is <laughs> that she might be taking an interesting route. She might be taking, do an interesting take on it that would be more your your style. So we're just going to bring in the the three people from Workaholics. I'm drawing a blank on their names, but you know who I'm talking about. Are they, they going to just be the witches? I mean, I don't not want that. I'm I, After saying it out loud, I'm kind of... I kind of hope she does Kind of on now. board with this yeah, idea that they just reprise that. the roles just for them. Just pull them in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Adam? Adam? Is... Adam Levine? No. <laughs> That's the singer of Maroon 5. Nice try. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you you wouldn't be against. He can be in it too. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the shorter one. His name's Adam, isn't it? Yeah. I don't Adam... know the other one's names. It starts with an L. Does it? Yeah. If only there were. We Adam. Look this up. Lupus. I'm just kidding. That's not a thing. <laughs> Wait, divine. What? That's weird. Adam. So I was pretty accurate. Literally is just one letter difference. It's divine, yeah. not Levine. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, he could do... He could be one of them, and then the other two that I don't remember the names, the guy with the afro and the tall guy. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, I watch the show a lot. <laughs> yeah, clearly. It's funny, but I never really got super into it. Anyway, I think they should yeah. definitely do that. So they might, she might go a different route that might make you more interested in the sequel. Maybe. Yeah. But okay, so just where are they at though? Uh, supposedly, the the Jen D'Angelo is has been tasked with seeking uh involvement from the original three actresses. wait is her name d'angelo or langelo shut up <laughs> d'angelo oh yeah okay it's not jen langelo no it's not jen langelo <laughs> okay <Jerk. sure. laughs> so she's supposed to be working on trying to get um bet midler um sarah Jessica parker and i'm an asshole but the other one I don't remember her name. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't really care if they come back. I, yeah, I know. I would almost rather them just do a new, like, a, use the title Hocus Pocus, but, like, just do, like, a new thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. A new, let's do a new generation, right? There yeah, you go. that's fair. You know, bring in the workaholic crew. Kathy Najimi? Literally had no idea that was her name, so I had to look it up. Let me see her picture. Yeah. I, I know who you're talking about, because I'm like, okay, yeah. The, the yeah. <laughs> I think she looked better than the movie. Yeah, well, anywho, uh, I think it'll be fun. So despite maybe your reservations on the issue, I think it'll be good. Yeah. You think they'll bring Sam back? Was that his name? <laughs> the cat? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I mean, he was the highlight of the movie. Or was it Binks? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty close. <laughs> this is like a Levine and Divine all over again. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> or was it Binks? <laughs> Thackeray Binks. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking Sam. There's a Max. That's three letters. That's oh, close. maybe I was thinking Max. That's a dog name. Who the it, fuck names are Cat Max? I mean, people do. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So he, Thackeray Binks is the one who's transformed into the immortal black cat. So it's Binks. The Sam is from something. Is that the name of the kid from Casper? No, his name is Casper. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> was it... Was it Dasper? <laughs> what about Jasper? <laughs> the German ghost. Um, you could be thinking of. There's a the, Sam. There's a Sam somewhere in the world as a. There. Cat I mean, the sister's character. name is Sanderson. What's the name of the cat in Sabrina the Teenage Witch? Not the new remake stuff. The um, uh, the old ABC show with uh, what's Salem. her name? Okay, whatever. I don't. <laughs> Whatever. We can just move on from the name Sam, clearly. When I find out there's a Sam in some pet form on some show yeah, or gonna, movie. Uh, we'll have a corrections next episode. I am going to shove it in your face. That's fine. And I'll... be like, I knew what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> Except you didn't. <laughs> um, so speaking of cats, actually, uh, that's our last little bit of news. Uh, is there's uh, going to be a new... So, for anybody who doesn't know already, there's gonna they're doing a Cats musical movie, live action, which is gonna be great. Everybody, shut the hell up if you don't think so. <laughs> um, and they're going to have a custom, like a new song that Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, co-wrote with Taylor Swift after she went over there for rehearsal because she's gonna be in the musical, uh, musical movie, whatever the hell you want to call it. 
Okay. Um, so Two. they're going to have a new new song. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of expected, right? Yeah. These things always do that. I know. Yeah. Two things. Okay. I know who Taylor Swift is. Okay. I don't know who Andrew Lloyd Webber is. Andrew Lloyd Webber is a famous composer, really, really popular with the musical, the Broadway musical crowd. He's known for, um, I think he did School of Rock, Phantom of the Opera, Wizard of Oz, and, uh, you know, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. He did the music for those. Okay. I do know that one. Okay. I actually went to see that play when I was a young lad. Oh, yeah? Yes. In London? (laughs) Not in London. Okay. (laughs) The second best thing. Okay. Not London. Got it. I went to watch a crush of mine. Mm Mm-hmm. She was in the... She was in that play, so I went to watch that. Okay. So that's the only reason I even know what that play is. Got it. I believe she played Joseph. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. That makes sense. Yeah, my school was pretty progressive. Uh... They were pretty much passionate about the gender swapping long before Hollywood took this approach. Yeah. Yeah. They they preferred their Josephs be women. Okay. It's pretty cool. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. I was just I was just teasing you. Yeah. She wasn't Joseph. Okay. She played the dream coat. Even better. The technicolored dream coat. That's what her character was. I see. She just hugged Joseph mm-hmm. as he performed on stage. Just, like, followed him around while hugging him? Yeah. Okay. Nude. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's pretty much all we have for movie news, unless you have anything else. Uh, yeah. Actually, I just saw some breaking news, actually. Did you? Yeah. What is um, it? Tador Swift and Andrew Doid Weber are also doing a new song for uh, the musical Dogs. That's not a thing. It's in my notes right here. Okay. Please tell me about uh, Andrew Doid Weber. I mean, I, I pretty much just showed you okay. what it was. That's, there's nothing else to it. Okay. I mean, we'll, right. we'll know more as it's released. Okay. But as of right I can't now. Wait. I can't wait for you to tell me more about it next week. As of right now, that's all I have. Okay. All right. My input is only as good as the news itself. All right. Okay. Speaking of nude... <laughs> Do you want to talk about our Halloween recommendations? Absolutely. And I would love to know why the nude has anything to do with that. <laughs> you don't watch Halloween movies in the nude? Oh, I mean, I guess I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> Sounds like you haven't done this. Yeah. I'm new. I'm new here. <laughs> Not nude, just new. Just new, yeah. So we each have... Just full disclosure, you can't answer the door to give out candy when watching... Halloween movies. Yeah. Nude. Yeah. But that's why you turn the flashlight off and you go upstairs or into the back of the house. Yeah. <laughs> to but avoid that. In the back of the house. Well, if you don't have an upstairs. I'm in my nude zone. <laughs> go away. <laughs> Only take one. Just some people don't have a second story. So we each have uh, five things we think are good, are really good for watching or doing around the Halloween holiday to kind of get Halloweeny. <laughs> <laughs> Come check out my Halloweeny. <laughs> yeah, I mean they aren't necessarily like these are must watch. They're no, just stars. things that we've enjoyed and yeah. want to share with other people that are maybe looking for something to watch for the Halloween time. Yeah, whether it be a movie, video game, TV show, whatever you know. Just yeah. So yeah, so we picked a few things each and thought we'd share them. 
Yep. So why don't you start? Uh, am I going all five or are we switching off? The switch off. Okay. So go with your number five. We'll go... Like in order? Like five to one. So like the best will be... Okay. Unless you don't have an order. I didn't put them in order, but I can do that really fast. Okay. Um, My number five would be Borderlands 3 DLC. I think that's a good thing for people because I liked the, the little taste we got of it and I want to check it out more and I think other people should too. Because it's got some good Halloween-themed shit. Okay, I could see that. Okay, well, I will see your Halloween DLC. Mm-hmm. And I will raise you... I'm actually going to pick an episode of a show. Okay. I'm going to pick an episode called Hush from the old-ass TV show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Back on, I guess, the CW, but it was WB at the yes, time. Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, this is a very creepy episode. At least I remember it very creepy. Mm-hmm. But I was also young and dumb. So for all I know, it's stupid and right. not scary at all. Yeah. But I really remember enjoying this episode specifically. Okay. So And it's straight up Halloween-based storyline. So okay. I, uh, I think people should check that out if they can find it. I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, the whole premise is very creepy. Okay. I don't know if you want me to get into it, but... I mean, I'll just probably try to find out how to watch it. Even better. Yeah. Add a little suspense to it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what do you have for your number four? Um, my number four is uh, kind of a category, I guess. Literally any of the Treehouse of Horror episodes from The Simpsons. I think that they were all pretty good. I feel like you're cheating a little bit. How? But it's fine. How? Oh, just anything that's got Halloween in it. No, I'm just saying any Halloween episode from The Simpsons is a good one. Sure, I guess. I don't have a specific one I liked over others. It's just a a theme. Okay, so we'll just say Treehouse of Terror is a season of a show you should watch. Sure. Okay, sure. Let's go with that. Cheater. Not cheating. I, for number four, have The Thing... The the original like from the movie, not not the remake in the last decade, like the, like the sixties. Is it like a really not sixties? It was like eighties okay, or something. Whatever, eighties. It's fine. Old as fuck. Okay. Just kind of surprising from you. It's a good movie. You just you don't you generally go for old things. Yeah. How would you know? <laughs> Think you're quite young, huh? Yeah, I guess. I just really like this movie. Okay. It's not really a Halloween theme, but it just, it's a horror movie. John Carpenter, you know, Kurt Russell is the lead. I'm not sure if I've ever even seen that one. You've fucking seen this. We've watched this. Oh, okay. And if we haven't, then you're dumb. Oh. <laughs> okay. So you better fucking get your shit together. Okay. I have it. I have it on Blu-ray somewhere. So okay. we'll have to watch it then. Obviously. I mean, That's it's on my list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we'll fucking watch it now. Yeah. Yeah, that's always a solid one. Okay. The remake, by the way, is okay. It's essentially, well, they call it a prequel, but it's essentially a remake with, like, the convenient plot point of making it a, a quote-unquote prequel. Okay. Anyways, go watch the original. It's better. Got it. Got it. Um, so my number three you're going to hate me for. I know it's, like, very played out, but um, I love Hocus Pocus. Mm. And I think it's a good one to get into the Halloween mood, you know? I like it. It's great. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I always liked Sam the cat. Yeah, so. from whatever he's from. <laughs> so what's your number three? Uh, similar to your Hocus Pocus, uh, it's a movie called Sinister. Okay, nope. 
Not similar at all. <laughs> Which is a premise of a demon of some sort, I believe, uh-huh. who uh, manipulates people into like going crazy and killing their kids mm. so that he can like eat them, I think. Seems wholesome. I may have made the part up about eat them. <laughs> That's how I You're remember. Like, how can it. I make this creepy? Yeah, how can I make this more extreme than it already is? He does make people go crazy and kill their kids. I know that much. Okay. Or it might have been vice versa. The kids might kill the parents or something. Somebody kills somebody. Okay. Because of this demon. Got it. For whatever reason, the demon needs it done. And you're into it. Yeah. The first one is fucking creepy. Okay. I think the second one is like on some streaming service. Okay. I want to say it's on like Amazon Prime or something. Yeah. Or Hulu or Netflix. Sure. You know. One of those. Could be any of them. That one's still good, but this one is specifically Chris Fuck. Okay. Not that insidious bullshit. So I won't be watching it. This is a very creepy <laughs> ass movie. And I okay. was even like, I'm going to turn the lights on. <laughs> That's impressive. I'm in Motel 6 today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. What do you have for your number two? Beetlejuice is one. What? Beetlejuice. I'm sorry. One more time. Beetlejuice. I knew you were going to do that. Did you know? <laughs> yeah. I was like trying to figure out how to make a joke out of it myself so I could take it from you. But I was yeah, like, he's going to make a joke. You so. weren't very, it wasn't a joke. Okay. I just asked you what it was called. Yeah, you're right. And anyway, you... Beetlejuice is one of the best movies. So, especially around Halloween. So It's it's okay. Yeah. That's one of those movies where I remember loving it back in the day. And yeah. then I actually did watch it at one point again when I was older. And I was yeah. like. Uh, I definitely, yeah, yeah. I feel I, like it wasn't as good as I remember it being. There's a uh, little bit more of the, like, that's pretty bad. It's, like, so bad it's funny kind of stuff. But yes, But it's, I still love it. I enjoy it a lot. I think you can see so far the difference in our movie, in our choices. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and so, speaking of that, I mean, yeah. they're still supposedly working on Beetlejuice 2, right? Uh, Are you hyped for that? I Do you care? I mean, yeah, I'm interested. I mean, as far I, as I am aware, that is still a thing. That's I, in production of some form. I mean... He's supposed... Uh, Michael Keaton is supposedly coming back to reprise is. the role, from what I understand. I mean, it's... How can you fail, then? We'll have They'll to look, find a way. We'll look that up for next episode. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I'm pretty sure that's still a thing. Okay, okay. Unless they killed it and I didn't hear about it. Okay. I mean, he's technically already dead. So yeah, see, it's hard to do that. He just got to say his... Beetlejuice 2. Beetlejuice 2. <laughs> Beetlejuice 2. Yeah. It's showtime. <laughs> Again. I actually don't even know if that's even accurate. It, it seemed like yeah, it was it. It seems legit. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Watch, it's like Rugrats. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, how about you? So mine, I have something pretty similar. Uh-huh. Only completely different. Yeah. Uh, I picked Resident Evil, uh, but I'm going to do your little cheat shit, and I'm not going to say A game. Okay. Okay, I'm not talking about the movie. Those things are trash. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so I'm picking video games for yes. this one. Got it. Um, the Resident Evil remakes, to be exact. One and two. Obviously, two is the more known thing right now because it just came out mm-hmm. back in, what, like February, was it? Sure. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy going on the dates there, huh? You know more than I do about it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, that was the 
actually might have been January, but otherwise, uh, I think it was February. That was the the big fucking reveal for mm-hmm. you know Capcom, and uh, they released it, and it was a hit, probably even a game of the year contender for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it just perfect blend of current gen gaming and uh, scary as fuck stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. It's Resident Evil. It's yeah. it's very Hall- Halloween ass, right? I mean, the... you say Halloween ass. Yeah, I don't. It... <laughs> <laughs> That's how Halloween it is. I don't even know how to describe it. It's got creatures. It's literally, it's the first jumps. video game I thought of whenever I thought of this whole challenge it's we were going to do. Jump scares. Yes. It's creatures. It's, yeah. It's very Halloween. So yeah, agreed. Uh, that's what I picked. Okay. Uh, so that's fair. I guess I'm gonna say both remakes because I think Resident Evil Remake One is just a perfect game. It's more of the haunted house tone. Is that the one that we played together? Kind of the action game. Is that the one that we played together when we lived at the condo? Yes. Okay. Where we could pick we... either Chris or Jill. Yes. But it was the same game, just yes. slightly different. Yes. Which okay. we didn't We finish. only did one of them. Who did we do first? I think Jill. I believe we did Jill first. So yeah. we started Chris. We never and then you Chris. were a sexist gamer, so you didn't want to play as a male. No, I just got creeped out because it's a scary game. Yeah. He was wearing his wimp. he was wearing his dream coat. No. <laughs> Alright, so we have one more, right? Yeah, we okay. have one more each. Okay, so my number one thing that I love around Halloween is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Of course you fucking do. <laughs> Which I already knew. I don't know why. It's I didn't so think good. That was be on and the list. one of these days, I'm gonna go to a live production. I don't even care. Don't you do that like every year? I've never been. Oh, I thought that was the thing you used to do all the time. No. You don't do that. I thought nope. that was. A I've thing. never been I to a like live you, one. I feel like that's a thing you did all the time. No, I've always wanted to. I never got to because there's always something that's going on that makes it so I can't go. Which yeah. This year is again happening. Yeah. So. Well. Yeah. Lesson learned. Don't, don't have, have a job. Don't have rocky plans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so good. I that it's. I would disagree, but yeah. I it's my, love you, it's and my... <laughs> I know you really like it. Yeah. It's my high school drama nerd still in there somewhere. That's that's the leftovers. So I okay. enjoy it. I think it's a great time. Well, I guess I will look into that for you. Probably not this year. No. It's not happening it's this happening year. it's happening this year. Shit's with, going crazy at work this year. With your work schedule and me getting you that promotion. Yes. And exactly. Me not wanting to go yeah. this year. Yeah. Because I'd rather just nude watch movies in the back <laughs> of the house. You could just go upstairs. No, nah, you made it very staircase. clear we had a back of the I house. I said or back. Whatever. It doesn't matter. All right. What's your number one? My number one is <laughs> something that you will watch at some point. Because uh-huh. clowns are the in thing oh, right God. now. I knew you were going to pick this one. And it's one of my favorite favorite fucking movies uh-huh. and i have yet to get past the first fucking half an hour because you just won't fucking watch the whole goddamn movie with me i mean i've seen the whole movie but like yeah. I, recently i can't get past a certain spot because every time i try and sneak it on you just like nope <laughs> you just think i won't notice yeah i'll be like yeah this is a good movie isn't this a rocky horror picture show <laughs> pretty sure it is so. Looks like a clown to me. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I didn't even said what the movie is No, yet. you haven't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I know what you're talking about. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. The greatest fucking movie ever to be invented. Right. Ever. No. Scorsese loves this movie. No, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he called it trash. Well... <laughs> 
<laughs> he must have accidentally thought it was a Marvel movie then. Right. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of colors. Yeah. Yeah. Dream coats. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can see a very, very real difference between both of our choices. So that's uh, fun. Yeah. So anybody who hasn't seen this movie, which I don't know how you haven't. Yeah, I scoffed at you. Um, <laughs> it is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just put it like this. They take every carnival concept item you would expect and they turn it into a weapon oh, or some form of ridiculous killing okay and it is so funny all right i'll, I'll make you a deal you watch i already rocky. know where you're going with this you can i guess rocky can Ho- i okay you just took it go ahead t- tell me if i take you to a live show of rocky horror you'll watch this with me no okay i yeah. was just gonna say you watch rocky horror picture show with me this year okay because i own it yeah, we have watched it. Don't okay. think that we haven't done this before. Yeah, but you were like on your phone the whole time. I don't think that happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> then how do I know that Tim Curry was in it? Because he's on the cover. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Which I knew. Because you looked at the cover of the... Before I looked at the Blue movie. Ray case. Yeah. Whatever, it's fine. So we also had um, a thing. We wanted to choose one thing each we wanted to want to do this year that maybe we haven't done before. Well, something to watch, yes. Yeah, watch or do, whatever. Yeah, so these are, we have one thing each that we haven't watched, but we are interested in watching Mm -hmm. that we want to share in case other people want to also check it out. Yes. Because it had our interest. Mm -hmm. And obviously I picked some really good solid things on my list, and that's about it. Yeah. So I suggest you go with my list because hers sucks. Mm-hmm. So for something I wanted to do this year, potentially, if you're interested, is to check out, finally, the uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, which we haven't watched yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't they also, like, drop, like, a Christmas special or some oh, shit, like, I know. shortly after the show aired? Probably. Yeah, we never did watch that. Not at all. Yeah, we could check it out. I want to at least like. I don't know her name, but the actress bothers me because she's a madman. Yeah, Yeah. and I just can't see her as not being who she was in that show. I know. I feel like I have the same problem, but I want to just watch episodes, watch one episode, so I know that I don't want to watch it. Basically, like, and then if I'm hooked, then I'll watch it. But like, I just want to rule it out if we can. Okay. Yeah, I think they're already on like two seasons of it yeah, too. Yeah, they're so. pretty far into it. Yeah, We're pretty behind the. Okay, that's curve that's on that not one. a bad one. Okay, how about you? Uh, mine was, uh, I guess, is it still exists as something I want to watch? Uh, Castle Rock on oh, Hulu, yeah. which is a show based off Stephen King, like concepts from all of his shit. Okay, from what I understand, multiples. Yeah, so okay. like I think if I'm correct, it's an original. Story. Okay. I think the show is like original, but like it's based off like a bunch of random things from his different, his different books, books. and okay. short okay. stories and okay. whatnot. From what I understand. Okay. I could be completely wrong, and it's just like some listeners like, no, it's just <laughs> something he wrote. Okay. Well, we'll find adapted, out. Adapted. You know? We'll find out. We'll get more information for next week. Yeah. I think. So let me know if I am completely wrong. Yes dtfpod at gmail.com yep and if i'm right let me know (laughs) dtfpod at gmail.com 
Yeah. So yeah, those are our five things each, and then one thing that we'd like to watch. Okay. I have some other things that are just kind of like on my list, but mm-hmm. they weren't like my top five. Yeah, I had trouble kind of narrowing it down to a top five. Yeah, well, these are hard too because it's like you think of something, but then you're like, oh yeah, there's yeah. like a hundred other things yeah. that are like that should be on this list, but yeah. I like this thing. Yes. So these are more just things we personally enjoy. Not so much they are the pinnacle of Halloween, you know, viewing. Right, right. So uh, shall we talk about the two movies we watched this week? Yes. So now our main event, if you will. I think it's uh, interesting that you brought up Stephen King. I don't. Oh. Was it on purpose? He's just fucking everywhere all the time now. That's fair. He's He's all over the goddamn place. Yeah, right? It's like, it's been the year of Keanu Reeves (laughs) and the year of Stephen King. Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I feel like everything has him in it now. Not only him in it, but his work. Yeah, he's involved in some way. He's he's getting slap happy with his adaptations. But go on. Um, Do tell. The first one we watched this week... Uh, we kind of thought it would be kind of appropriate for Halloween since it was supposed to be a horror movie. Uh, horror? Suspense? Mystery? Whatever. Yeah, it's, it's so, horror. It's supposed it's, to be horror, it's right? It's like okay. classic horror, I yeah. would say. Okay. Uh, it's called In the Tall Grass, uh, based on the novella by Stephen King and Joe Hill. Um, 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> That's a uh, critic score. Critic score, Yeah tomato meter and then uh, only a slight increase in the audience score 44 percent. so still less than half of people think it's legit which is it's uh, it's a little weird so i can see why it's not ha- being well received it's interesting yes um i wouldn't say it was bad it's no, just just different i don't even know if it's different it's just uh, to be honest it's probably about what i expected i mean i didn't really expect anything out of this movie uh, but it it I watched it and I go, yeah, that makes sense. That's what it would be. And then I just kind of was okay with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know There what I mean? were some, some scenes that I was like, ooh, is this done yet? So Like they were that bad or just that uncomfortable? Both. Okay. Mostly uncomfortable. Okay. But unnece- unnecessary, I feel. But then again, I'm not big on the horror genre, so. All in all, I mean, I, th- I mean I'm glad we watched it, but. Yeah, well, it was, you know, it popped up on Netflix. It was mm-hmm. clearly something that was put on recently for yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a vague premise. Yeah. Especially if I hadn't read the short story, which I hadn't. Yeah. Um, I also did not read it, so I had no idea But now I'm kind of interested in going to read that. Yeah, maybe it's I... better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was clever. It was interesting. Um, I don't know how f- much you want to get into what it is, but... The basic premise is people go into a uh, kind of like a corn maze. A, it's type like thing. a cornfield, but yeah, it's, it's, a field, it's just grass. A very tall grass for no apparent reason. I don't know why it's that and, tall. Uh, essentially, they go in to help somebody that they hear saying they're lost and they can't find their way out, and then they too end up getting lost and, and stuck. Stuck, and it's just a premise of them trying to escape with a unknown entity. Of some of, sort. Yeah. There's a couple other variables involved that make it difficult for them um, to find their way around and whatnot. Yeah. But not to give anything away. Uh, yeah. 
it was interesting. Um, it I don't know, I really enjoyed the way they played with time in this yeah, movie. True. It had a very clever concept, and I think that that is a good premise for uh, for storytelling. Really, it, yeah. It was. I hadn't, I don't think I've seen that take on what they did, and I. Yeah. And I, was, I think they. It was kind of um, almost immediately clear that's what they were doing. I yeah, think. I feel like after pretty pretty a close. third a third into the movie, I think you pretty much You're like okay, I know can tell where they're here. going with that concept. Yeah. But uh, then they do have some turns in the in the story. Yeah. Um, some things that are a little, like probably the stuff that you were talking about, uh, yeah. kind of uncomfortable, a little graphic. Some parts that are not only sorts like, of what they show you, it's just like the concept, what you know, it, yeah. yeah, the the context of what it the, is. Yes, the context just, of ugh. the scene, you're like, oh, um, yuck, why? And then ironically, knowing that it's Stephen King, it's probably why it, I have this mindset. Like I feel like this could easily tie into some of the other works he has like mm-hmm. floating around right now yeah it just seems like premise of this feels like it could tie in uh can i just say it to it yeah we just don't need to be specific yeah, yeah i'm a, gonna say when you see what, it yeah you'll when know. you watch you'll be like i i know exactly I what the fuck it. he's talking yeah. about now and yeah. so like it that's kind of interesting because like it seems from what i understand he does kind of have this unofficial connected universe with all of his stories mm-hmm. um i believe that the creature from it is referenced in the dark tower even mm, i think that's yeah and so i it was just kind of interesting and i was just wondering if uh you thought maybe they were going for that aspect of this story at least in the movie initially i kind of thought they were but then with how things played out with the enemy, bad guy, whatever you want to call it, the the non the the antagonist, yeah, okay. yeah, it kind of felt it went it kind of strayed away from that, but I I kind of felt like it could still be related. Okay, yeah, and this is like a kind of movie where you don't really know who the antagonist is until right. like yeah. near the exact end of the movie, really the last yeah. twenty minutes, I'd say. Uh huh. Um, and it's like what an hour and a half was it? Was it close to the two hours? Yeah, hour forty five. I, no I want to say. Yeah, that sounds about right. I'm probably just making up numbers. It was definitely. It was over an hour. I think it was half. shorter than the other movie we have, El Camino, by yeah. like fifteen minutes. I want to say. Okay, I think yeah, it was an probably hour forty five then. But don't take our word for it. Go and find out. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It it felt very much like a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't feel like anything with a huge budget, mm-hmm. but it was enjoyable. Um, it didn't add anything to my, I'm probably not going to watch it again, but no. it didn't, it didn't add anything to my life, but I enjoyed it and it was fine. Yeah. So yeah, I would recommend it if you have Netflix and you're looking for something to watch, it gets the job done. Uh, I think I could see why the audience score is low, but I feel like it's not as, it shouldn't be that low in my opinion. But I could see why people will probably think that. Yeah, I think there's not good. a lot of people expecting a lot more from a Stephen King-based story. Yeah. One thing I did notice with this movie is uh, it's a relatively unknown cast, uh, with the exception of one actor, uh, Patrick Wilson. Oh, yeah. Who has been in a lot of things, uh, but most recently he was a part of the Conjuring franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of halloween themes yeah uh and then also he played orm in aquaman call him ocean master you're right 
<laughs> he did officially change his name. He did. He, like, signed the papers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he mastered all oceans. Yeah. <laughs> and legally changed his name. Yep. I apologize, Ocean Master, <laughs> for my incompetent comments. We'll have to see if he forgives you. Or just disregards me like trash. <laughs> In the ocean? In the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely seemed like a kind of a lesser known cast with the exception of him. Yeah, but they all did really well. Yeah, I, I feel definitely. like there was nobody that was weak of an actor. Yeah. A couple of people looked creepy. Yes. With, you know, certain points of the movie. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, they all did really well with, with their roles. Agreed. So. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's worth watching. It's- yeah, it, I, I think it's better than it's records showing on rotten tomato yeah it can be a little confusing i suppose so maybe that's why some people don't like it yeah i mean it's got a it's got a plot that you kind of have to think a little bit about like how it why and the, how yeah, yeah like the comprehending what is happening yeah it, it may take a little bit more than the average viewer wants to yeah invest Some critical thinking skills yeah but it's good yeah. it's, it's worth watching yeah especially if you have netflix already mm-hmm all right, moving on yeah. to our last uh, and about due. We had this on the back burner for a little bit because we've been busy, but yeah, uh, was definitely wanting to watch this, and we finally did. El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie. Yeah. Also a Netflix movie. Yep. Uh, so this basically takes place essentially right after the last scene of the series finale for Breaking Bad. Yep. Go figure. Yeah. And it's called El Camino because he, Jesse Pinkman, spoilers, (laughs) for anybody who hasn't seen the show, probably shouldn't be listening to this part. Yeah. He drives away in an El Camino. Yes. So that's the name of the movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think of this one? I thought it was really good. Um, I think it was kind of like a little bit too long coming. I kind of would have expected a little bit sooner after the end of the series okay so i mean it's what was that like six years or so it's I been it's, i feel like it's been about six, years. six years yeah, yeah it's been a little while and you can kind of see it in the actors mm-hmm. uh some of them just physically look heavier mm-hmm. older mm-hmm. what have you yeah. uh you could just kind of tell that they definitely don't have the look they had when this series ended yeah um and they even, I think, had some flashbacks even, right? Yes. Or, you know, and not Probably flashbacks. Recycled it footage. was the uh, recap. The recap, yes. You could see the difference in the recap yeah. and then watching the movie. True. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. This one was definitely um, more positively received by critics and audiences. It's got a 90% from critics and 82% um, from audiences, which is not surprising because there's kind of... Um, critics really loved the show if i remember correctly like it was oh, everybody kind of loved the, the show buzz. yeah of course audiences did too but like, you either you know, loved the show like or you didn't watch it because everybody else loved the show yeah you were like <laughs> protesting it um yeah no I, I really liked it i didn't think it answered all the questions i wanted it to answer but eh, it was still entertaining well uh going into that uh this movie is basically it's a straight focus on jesse himself right it's it's really i feel like this movie didn't need to exist yeah um the ending of the series i felt lent itself just as well as this did 
Yeah. Um, it's a nice addition, but I don't mm-hmm. think you needed this. No, it um, wasn't necessary. This, I think, was for those hardcore fans who needed a concrete ending yeah. to the character yeah. to be able to sleep at night. Yeah. And There's it been took, people who haven't slept in the last six years. And it took six years for them to get that beauty sleep. They were really tired. <laughs> um, it It's a great story. Uh, it's a slow burn, though. It yeah. is not... I mean, the show was a slow burn in general, yeah. but it had its high points, right? Yeah. Um, this is not something that you're going to get a bunch of action and suspense. It's really just right. kind of him taking the next step in his progression, uh, yeah. escaping mm-hmm. the aftermath of the show. Yeah, because at the end of the show, he drives off and you're like, okay, cool. He did something and bye. Yeah, and but I feel this- like you could just take from that, like, okay, he... He went and lived on. Yeah, he a, drove a somewhere far away after. and lived. Yeah, yeah, he left this. He fucking, left. He peaced out and yeah. he, and he lived happily ever after. Bye. I mean, that's what I got out of the show. Yeah, yeah. And this is kind of gives you a concrete answer of what exactly he the did. chain of events of events that happened to cause him. Yeah. To so, do what he does. Um. Do you think you need to have seen the show for this movie? I, I mean, it's obviously intended no, for people. No, because there's a recap. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that was the easy answer, but, yeah. like, I I mean, it did feel like it was kind of a show that was meant for you had to have seen the show. I, yes, I think if you hadn't seen the show, you'd be like, this is fucking weird. I don't understand what's going on. Yeah, I mean, like, you could piece it together. Uh, it gives oh, you a better understanding yeah, of what the some context of the is there. Do, though. The like context some, is there if yeah. you have seen the show, but yeah. you could technically piece it together if you yes. really concentrated on what was going down yeah they they give you those flashbacks of like what was supposed to have happened before yeah you know which are like the good examples of like obvious reshoots for this Mm -hmm. movie that took place chronologically before this movie during the show but the actors look drastically different than they did during the time of the show yeah yeah i think you could get by if you hadn't watched the show but why would you want to yeah it's, it's clearly really good it's show. clearly meant for the show like i said it's a slow burn uh you're not gonna get much out of it other than his story really there's, yeah. there's nothing action-packed about it yeah um and then they kind of i kind of going into like it really didn't need to exist it was really just kind of fan uh what am I, what's the word service fan service it, it was fan service yeah thank you that's what i was looking for uh, most of it just felt like they just brought back characters, whether they lived or died throughout the series and and flashbacks or what have you, or just encountering him in the movie. Yes. And it was just kind of fan service to be like, oh, remember this remember guy? Remember that person? And yeah. then, you know, you have your member berries all fucking like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, remember. I remember him. <laughs> you know? And yeah. it's just, that's basically it for two hours. Is, yeah. Um, just kind of kind of naturally getting you to just think about like, these characters and like what had happened in the show while you're watching and remembering it. And that said, I did exactly that. Yep. And now I'm kind of in the mood of going back and watching Breaking Bad again. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, Oh, I want to go like revisit this, you know, it it just kind of like reeled my interest in watching the series again. Yeah. I'm definitely down for that after all the millions of other things we need to watch. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Uh, one thing I will say too is, uh, I found myself, highly emotionally invested in jesse's decisions within this movie yeah which are weird because i did not care well i shouldn't say i didn't care i didn't think i would care with 
the outcome of the series because it's like you know like i said it's like yep he left mm-hmm. good good for him yeah he got out of that situation and yeah. now he can go live his life yeah and like this movie he's making some decisions that i'm just like thinking to myself no don't do that or yeah, 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 yeah go do that you know yeah. like i'm invested in what he does because i want to see him have a positive outcome right because you've seen him go through so much. Yeah, I've seen him yeah. go through so much. And, like, I never thought I would have cared. But, like, watching the movie, I, it, like, I realized I do seem to care what happens to this guy. I guess when you didn't have this movie, it was just you get to choose what happens. And, oh, yeah, he had a good life. Yeah. He he was safe after. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. I, I, so, we do we recommend it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it gets the job done. Mm-hmm. It's two hours of what you expect from a Breaking Bad yeah. quality yeah. It's an extended show yeah. episode. It really didn't need to exist, but it does. And it, it doesn't take away from the series, but it doesn't really add anything either, in my yeah. opinion. It yeah. was just kind of like a nice trip down memory lane for all the characters that people loved or hated. Mm-hmm. And not everybody is in this. There are some notable absent characters, which yeah. I guess they just weren't important to this particular part mm. of the story. Yeah. Or they didn't want to come um, back. <laughs> yeah. Or, or it was yeah. just a business decision. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, yeah, we don't really want to give any spoilers away. So we're going to kind of leave off of that. But yeah. um, I do have one kind of complaint that I don't know if it's considered a spoiler. So anybody who might be worried about being spoiled, I will let you go. And anybody who wants to hear what I have to say, it's really not that exciting. But <laughs> you can stay for the extra 10 seconds. Yeah. Starting now. Okay. Spoiler warning. The name of the movie doesn't make any sense to no me. it doesn't it, it's not really logical it, it i mean i get why they call it that but it just seemed like a lazy like filler title and then they just stuck with it yeah because the el camino has like a very small role in this movie yeah it's, it's in essentially it for like just him leaving in the beginning of yeah. the movie mm-hmm. ditching it somewhere and then going on with the rest of the movie yes it has no significance to the movie outside of the series finale the, well, I mean, uh, his buddy drives it to the border of Mexico or some shit like that, right? Oh, no, 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 never mind. That was his car. So it stayed there entirely. So, yeah, it was just yeah. a distraction for the police. Because once they activated yeah, Lojack... Yeah, which you don't even really see in this movie. No, it's all in the it's, behind. You're it's just assuming all about it's him. happening. There's yeah. no real chase. Yeah. Uh, you see, like, clips of news where he's like, well, yeah. wanted, blah, blah, You, you see like, in the background yeah. that he's... They're looking for him, but there's mm-hmm. no real, like, conflict with any police officers, it seems, in yeah. this movie. It's really yeah. just about him doing whatever he's trying to do to move on with his life. Mm-hmm. It's so, true. Um, anyways, that's the small little spoiler, I guess. It yeah. Just the title, I think, was weak, the weakest part of this movie. And I would have been happier if they just called it Pinkman. Yeah. Or Jesse. You know, like, just anything would have been better. Story. A Pinkman story. A Pinkman story. A pink man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know. It just, El Camino, I guess it just felt like a lazy title to me. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I'm a, it makes me feel like it, it must have meant something else that I didn't know about. But yeah, it's overall pretty good and I think people should see it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, like I said, it doesn't add anything, but it doesn't hurt the series finale. Yeah, it's a fun thing. It's a very solid addition to the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, an actually interesting fact 
I think I already told you about this, but the listeners weren't there for our conversations. And if they were, stop eavesdropping. Yeah. We're going to talk on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, the character of Jesse was actually only intended to be a first season uh, thing. Right. You uh, told me about this. He was going to be killed off, but they decided that he had such good chemistry with uh, Brian Cranston that they decided to keep him in longer. Interesting. And here we are. Huh. With okay. a movie based off this character alone. Okay. So, that's yeah. pretty crazy, huh? Yeah, definitely. Where the hell would the show have gone had he not been around after the first season? Yeah, that's insane. That shows a lot to the, the ability of the storytelling. Yes. Yeah, that's that's it for those two movies. They're kind of smaller reviews. We didn't really want to go too spoilery with them because I figured they're just something that not a whole lot of people probably have watched yet. And to go check them out. The spoiler stuff will probably be more on, like, the bigger titled movies and shows. Yeah. Uh, try and keep it not so weekly of a event to talk spoilers. Yeah. So thank you for joining us for Dissecting This Fiction, where we are always DTF and you should be too. If you'd like to get a hold of us, email us at dtfpod at gmail.com. If you have any content suggestions, comments, or just recommendations for things to watch whatever yeah um or if you just want to get a hold of us on social media i'm at classy cat dad with instagram and twitter and we've got the website up so you can check us out on dtfcast.com you can like review subscribe on any of your favorite podcast podcatchers is what they call them i guess and tell your friends if you think it's worth listening to yeah please leave a review on your podcast service of choice and we will be back next week with more fiction to dissect thanks for listening